boys and girls. Uh, we got a new sponsor, J2 Ice Ripper. If you want to keep your honey hole open, you need to look no further than the J2 Ice Ripper. Uh, it's a priceless tool when your favorite water hole is locked up with ice. Don't let Mother Nature put a halt to your season anymore. Go to J2OutdoorsLLC.com and you can buy the badass ice ripper or as we call it, the pond heater. Uh, we're excited to have them on board. We know a lot of our listeners hunt in conditions that sometimes will lock up their hole. So the ice ripper is something that you need. So go to j2outdoorsllc.com, buy you an ice ripper. And right now they have a stimulus package going on. So right now you can get the ice ripper for $550. That's $100 off. This thing normally runs $650. Going to be one of the biggest sales that they have going on this year. So you better go to j2outdoorsllc.com and jump all over this stimulus deal. All right, uh, this podcast is brought to you by the one and only Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. It is not too late. Actually, it is prime time to start looking at this fall and winter. And when you're booking those out outdoor adventures, waterfowl hunts, please look us up. Stanfieldhunting.com. You can call us. You'll even get to talk to Jeff. 940-658-3172. Who answers his own phone. Answers his own phone. The books are open. I don't know. That's one thing that bothers me. When outfitters post on Instagram, the books are open. Motherfucker, the books are always open. Yeah, I've never... If somebody's wanting to send you a fucking check, you're going to take the check. So don't blow smoke up my ass. The books are open for 2020, 2021. Fuck off. No, I did not book some hunts until i mean i got the dates down but i didn't jack with the invoices or anything right but they but, act but, like you can't book a hunt yeah i promise book you a hunt you, whenever they're gonna take your don't money don't give me that bullshit books don't are, give me that books are open books are open 20 2020 2021 fuck off you can book a hunt anytime of year <laughs> if you want to book a hunt for 2030 i'll sell it to we'll you. sell it to you <sighs> this podcast is also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, the best silhouette on the market. DiveBombIndustries.com. Dive Bomb Industries on Instagram. They're the best. They're what we use each and every day. Silhouettes, Silla Socks, the way to go. No more full bodies. It's a thing of the past. Go skinny. Think skinny when you think this waterfowl season. DiveBombIndustries.com, and they can hook you up. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth hits like a freight train. Turkey season's coming up. You can get the Boss Tom. 410, 28 gauge, 2012. Yeah. Well, any of, any of that uh, smaller gauge load. They've actually got a, a contest going on. It's a photo contest. You, uh, It's a 410 challenge. Go get the Boss Tom 410. Roll your turkey up with the 410. Take a nice picture and go to their Instagram. They can explain it to you. But it is a fun little challenge, and it is one that I will be participating in. Got some 410 loads sitting in sitting on the desk over there. BossShotShells.com, and it obviously it's not too late to start stocking up for this waterfowl season. Bismuth hits like a freaking freight train. It's the only way to go. I use it each and every day. BossShotShells.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. The 2x4 blind is a game changer because most waterfowl hunters are a little bit overnourished. The Lucky Duck 2x4 fits these overnourished guys easily. Four of them. Four of them with plenty of elbow room to spare. Put a heater in there, maybe a little cooker. I don't know what you got going on in your hunts. But it's a game changer. So if you're in the market for the best blind out there, 
that a waterfowl hunter can use. Go to luckyduck.com and get the Lucky Duck 2x4 blind. They've also got turkey decoys. They're kind of a one-stop shop over there, and they've got some great products. So go look them up at luckyduck.com. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. The boys up there know what they got going on. The best spec call that I've ever blown. They've got a hell of a lesser call if you're into that sort of thing. And they've got turkey calls. They've got diaphragms. They've got box calls. Whatever you're looking for, the boys at Pacific Calls can hook you up. Go to PacificCustomCalls.com. Use the promo code BHP25. Save yourself some moolah, some green. And you can save 25% at checkout by using our promo code BHP25. Save some money. Go to Pacific Custom Calls. Get whatever you're looking for for this year. My favorite, the Looking Glass Duck Club, Mr. Logan Pyatt. Who's going to be sponsoring our next big giveaway, which we'll do sometime in May or June. Sometime in May or June we'll be doing another one. It'll be a five-man, two-day goose hunt, lodging and meals at the Big Honker Lodge with Logan Pyatt and Andy Shaver. You can't get into the Duck Club, but you can definitely get some nice apparel. They've got a cooler out right now. They've got jackets. They've got hoodies. And it's all, all of them are the same. They've got the old boy with the scope on his shotgun or rifle <clears throat> trying to shoot those ducks. Love it. Hence the name, Looking Glass Duck Club. Look them up on Instagram at the Looking Glass Duck Club. Pretty simple to find. Last but not least, we're brought to you by the best wine on the market, Texas Wine, William and Chris Wines, and High Texas, you're Texas under, Grapes. You're under quarantine? Just have them ship you a case of wine. That's right. That's right. Quarantine makes no difference when you're a boozer. You'll figure out how to get it to you. They'll ship it to you. WilliamandChrisWines.com. Go through their collection. I'm a fan of the Skeleton Key because I eat a lot of red meat because I'm a fucking American, and that's what you're supposed to do. Red meat and red wine go together, in case you didn't know, Jeff. Uh, That's what I've heard. Yeah. So, Skeleton Key is my favorite. Try them all. You decide. WilliamandChrisWines.com. All right, this episode of the podcast, it's just Jeff and I. It's quarantine week 78 or whatever. I think it's week four on here, but uh, we missed a week in there. Uh, we got the draft last night, so we recapped that. Uh, we have set our fantasy football draft order. Talk about that. This is a long one. We cover a lot of cover a lot of ground in this one. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy these because we don't... Uh, don't really have to put much thought into it. We can just kind of talk. So we hope you enjoy it. We hope everybody's staying safe out there. And uh, stay essential, bitches. Here we go. Three, two, one. Fucking day's gone from bad to worse. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. <sighs> I'm Andy Shaver. Andy's crying, 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 crying. I don't know what, you know what? You know what, though? What? We'll get to our draft order in a little bit, but the 13th spot won the whole deal last year, so maybe it's a good deal. Okay, Andy. We're all worried about what you have in your draft pick in our league. 
We did our random draft. Andy's got pick 13. He's whining and bitching. So Again. So you should be happy. All right, let's talk the NFL draft. And let's talk first about America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. C.D. Lamb. Who we're not both, we're not, both not fans of. He, talent-wise, was a great pick for Dallas. Need-wise, it was a horrible pick for Dallas. What, what do they need? Defensive backs. Well, but 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 we're all offensive the... linemen. They just lost their center. They could have taken that center, that kid that went to um, to New Orleans, or uh, who took the who took the. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to pull up all the. Picks. I'm fixing to right now. Uh, you know, Jerry. That's Jerry's. That's Jerry's mo. He gets the razzle dazzle. I mean, that's what he's all about. That's what. That's how he's made his billions. He gets the razzle dazzle, and. Uh, there were a couple years there where he built the best offensive line in the, in the league, but they need to rebuild it. It's going away too. Yes, quickly. So, yeah, but but I don't think that any of those top tier corners or linemen were were there anymore. Uh, Caesar Ruiz, the kid that went to the Saints, uh-huh. um, is a center. Will probably be a Pro Bowl center. They just lost Travis Frederick, didn't they? Yes. Or Zach Martin, they're tight. Which one's their center? It's their cent- uh, I don't know, but they did lose Travis. I think Frederick was a guard. I think I think the Cowboys. <clears throat> I think C.D. Lamb is an explosive football player. We saw that he's very very good. They got one football to go around. They just gave Mari Cooper a hundred million dollars guaranteed. Yep. They've got Michael Gallup, who was the leading receiver on the team last year, who looks very good. He's a second. He's his third year in the league, and now you've got a, a wide receiver. <clears throat> to go along, to to go uh, with him, so that's going to make him offensively very good. The problem is Dak's not that good a fucking quarterback. Right. I still don't think he's that good. Um, he's just going to get more weapons. So you, now you're just guaranteeing you're going to have to pay him money. Um, you got Zeke, who's they they've got all that money committed to, so they're stuck with him for a couple more years. But their line is their line has fallen apart. Um, they're they're getting older. Tyrone Williams, whatever his name is, got back Smith. problems. Tyrone Smith. And I just I think Dallas picked a, the best talent probably available at that spot, but I don't I think it wasn't a need for them. I think it was a luxury pick, and I don't think Dallas has the luxury to make those kind of picks right now. When they the top six defensive backs are already off the board, they need a DB. They didn't plan on taking him. That's what I'm saying. Right. It wasn't like they they were in love with this guy from the first, and they had a plan when they took him. Well, they said they didn't expect him to be there. No. And so maybe that maybe that's what made their made their mind up. Oh, I do. I think it was a pretty pick for them. But I don't think it was a pick that they really needed. So I'm going to give the Dallas an A for the talent they got, but a C on need. I don't think they helped their needs. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles selected Jalen Rager, who I think is a Tyreek Hill kind of player or a Darren Sproles type. He fits in their offense good. He can take the top off the offense. Like, And they got Deshaun Jackson come back. So I think the Eagles had a pretty good draft. Chase Young, I'm going to do the NFC East. Chase Young. Best player in the draft. The Washington Redskins are going to be loaded up front. Um, they should have a very, very, very good defense this year. And they're going to give you a lot of problems because their defensive line, they're, they can rush four guys. They're going to be able to rush four guys. And not everybody can rush four guys with, and be able to drop people back. I think they have the ability to do that. And I think the Giants reached on the tackle they got, but he was good. I think he's a safe pick. He was a top four offensive tackle. Who'd and they I, get? A kid from Utah, I believe. I looked, looked it up. See, they didn't even think he was the best tackle in the draft. Right, but he didn't have any off-field issues. 
and they went with a safe, good, solid player. A lot of people think he's the best a lot, don't he's a, he's a He's going to be a long-time starter for them. And that's what they need, someone that's going to be there and plug in. They've got Saquon. They've got the Jones kid. They've got some young receivers and stuff. I thought it was a good pick for them too. Good, solid pick. Uh, so the NFC East, I think all the teams – I think everybody helped themselves but Dallas because I don't think Dallas needed what they got. But I think Dallas got a great player. I'm well, not, and they said C.D. Lamb, he goes up against the big 12 corners, and they're terrible. Th- th- yeah, he hasn't played against the, a lot of players. So those kids from Alabama, you know, they're going up against the SEC cornerbacks. Well, and the kid from LSU that went after him, that Jordan Jefferson kid, yeah. another one, and that plays in the slot every day, and Minnesota drafted him. Because, yeah, I mean, is Gallup going to take the slot position now? I don't think so. I think he's an outside guy. And is C.D. Lamb? Is C.D. Lamb a slot, or is he a number one? Or is um, he an outside he guy? He plays the slot some, but he also played on the outside. I mean, they can all play the slot. I just – when you think of slot guys, you think of guys like Wes Welker that and Randall Adam Cobb. Thielen, at Randall Cobb, guys that play – I just – I don't know. Dallas don't have but one football to pass around. Yeah. You know, and their problem is, is that they they needed to get some offensive line help, I think, or a defensive back. They're they're a team that could have went for. The, I mean, after they lost Travis Frederick, they, he was. You think about it. Two years ago, when he was out, they weren't very good on the line. Mm-hmm. It killed them. This year, they were a little better because he was there in the middle. Now he's gone. And I don't know. Um, I think the biggest. Listen to you, bitch, earlier about Jordan Love, and <clears throat> I don't. I think he was a luxury pick. Same as the C.D. Lamb. Now, C.D. Lamb will play a whole lot more than Jordan Love will. But the the Packers have to think about their future. And it sucks because they were one game away from the Super Bowl last year. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, though. I really don't. They've got a great running back, and they've got a great wide receiver, and they've got a great quarterback. No doubt about it. And their defense has gotten a lot better. But who would you have taken? I would have taken a tackle. I would have sh- – you lost Balaga. Now it's my turn to talk, so I'm going to talk. That's fine. I'm not doing – I never said nothing. Well, you're monologuing. Jordan Love, there's so many red flags on this kid. The Packers were the only team that thought he was going to be a first-round a first round pick. Everybody else was passing on this kid. Like they did Aaron Rodgers? Huh? Like they did Aaron Rodgers? Listen, it's night and day difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. But you traded up to get this kid. You, sh- you, you could have stayed at your pick. You shore up your offensive line. Your defense is solid. You, you, they, that's true. I'll give you that. They're acting like they, they didn't get fucking manhandled by the 49ers twice last year. I think they're going to be in the playoffs again this year because they're in a, a, a bad division. Who? The Packers. They're not in a bad division. You got the Bears. Who, the Bears are very good. The Bears don't know who their quarterback is. The Lions. They know who their defense is, though. The Lions are awful. Okay, the Lions aren't very good. The Vikings are 9-7 and seven every year. The, the Vikings are good. The Packers will win the division, and they'll be in the playoffs again this year. I'll bet you right now Dallas, uh, Green Bay don't win the division Hold this year. on. Let's bet. Hold on. The Packers will win their division. They'll be in the playoffs this year, and they're going to be one player away from making from, – from, Going to the Super Bowl. Who's that player? It's you got to shore up your line. So you think a rookie offensive lineman is going to keep the Packers from winning the Super Bowl? 
Yeah, are going to the Super Bowl. Or, or you could or you could have gone out. What what wide receivers were still there? Now I think there's still a lot of wide receivers for today. There's tons of depth at wide receiver. So I think that you you've got two to three more years with Aaron Rodgers. You make those two to three years the best that you can. You go win a championship, and then you worry about your quarterback later on. Because I don't think Jordan Love's the answer. Jordan Love's not is a non-factor this year. If he's got to play, he's it's a, a non, long year. He's a non-factor for two years or three years. Two years. But or I, th- let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt, and they say Rodgers plays two more years, and then it's Jordan Love. Well, for two years, you could have made a run at the Super Bowl twice. Green Bay's been good for a long time. They have, and and the reason one of the reasons they did have been good for a long time is they did the smart thing and they drafted a kid and they set him behind their starter for a couple of years. Now there's no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. As much shit as I give you, he's really a good. He's a real fucking asshole, but he is a good quarterback, a very good quarterback, very talented. He has not played as well the last couple of years, but he don't take as many chances because he's getting older and smarter. He dumps the ball off a lot. If I had to pick a guy to be my quarterback to lead me on the last second drive, he would be my very first pick. Yeah. I would pick him over my homes right now for the, to do that last critical drive. Well, he's not going to make a mistake. He's, he's, he's very, very, very good at what he does. <clears throat> but Green Bay is, is looking at their future, and I don't blame them. Now, New England did the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh-huh. And maybe three years down the road, this kid really is good. And they say, hey, this kid's really the real deal. But they keep winning with Rodgers. They may have to make that bad decision three years. And if he is that next Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, you're going to be damn glad they took him. Only time's going to tell. At the time, Green Bay got chastised when they took Aaron Rodgers. No, they did Oh, yes, they did. Because nobody no, liked – why was he falling? He didn't – you had Alex Smith and there were – what? were the, there any other quarterbacks other than Alex Smith taken before Aaron Rodgers? They took him with the 24th pick. Right. That's what I'm saying. Something was wrong that Aaron Rodgers red flag. Did everybody know he was a fucking asshole that his family was going to hate? I'm sure that they did. Okay. But they took him and set him for three years. Brett Favre, did Brett Favre help Aaron Rodgers work much? And they learn? said no. What do you think is going to happen with Jordan Lowe? The, love, the same fucking thing. I don't think that the Green Bay made a smart move. I think they could have probably got that kid in the second round, traded up and got an early second round pick and get him. I don't know. There's a lot of receivers left out there. I think Green Bay – would have been better off, but the kid that they needed was gone, and that was the kid that went from TCU. Rager? Yeah, the t- the Tyreek Hill type kid. That 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 kid. That's Ty- what drives me fucking crazy. Is you look at the Packers, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got a great running game, yes. you got Devontae Adams, and that's where the buck stops. You got Geronimo Allison. That's your number two. No, oh, I'm I'm with you there. I mean, get this fucking guy some help so that we can go win this fucking thing. Look at the Cowboys receiving core compared to Green Bay. I'm telling you, you got. Yeah. I mean, Devontae Adams is better than any of us. I don't even think Amari Cooper's the Cowboys' best receiver. I think Gallup is. But it's just like, Jesus, we got manhandled twice by the 49ers. Yeah, but slammed our dick in a window. And it was twice. It was because of the offensive line. And that that was the biggest problem is you couldn't contend. San Francisco's defense. I'm going to tell you what. There's some really good football teams out there. I was looking at, you know, dickheads. Skip Bayless now thinks that Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay because of Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't think Tampa Bay is much better than they were with Jameis Winston. Now. There will be a different attitude. Gronk added something to that, a lot of that. That's going to help. Yes, there's going to be a lot more um, – 
positives. The, the guys are going to walk with a chip on their shoulder. They know they're good. But I don't think Jameis Winston and Tom Brady, well, people are just fucking scoffing and making fun of me right now. I don't think there's a bunch of difference between 44-year-old Tom Brady and 27-year-old Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston throws a better deep ball. Oh, 100%. He's not smart. I don't think he could spell cat if you spotted him the CA. wonder what his wonderlick test was. I don't know. Negative three, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. But he just don't seem as he's real bright. He seems like a fun guy, but not a real bright guy. But Tom Brady don't make mistakes, and that's going to be the – that is the difference. There is a difference there. Tom Brady won't mess up a lot, but Tom Brady's not going to be a deep threat for you. But, God dang, them receivers they got there. Whew. 27 out of 50 is what it says. I don't, and I don't even know what I don't even know what average is. They said Tua Togalove, he didn't do very good. Winston's Wonderlook score was one point shy of Peyton Manning's. So. Very, oh, there I'm, I, I apologize, Mr. Um, grab him by, what do you say, grab her by the pussy? Grab her by the pussy. Yeah. Um, he Brady does not have the deep ball like Jameis Winston had. No. Um, I think the only thing that you're getting with Tom Brady that you, that you don't have with Jameis Winston is the locker room. Tom Brady will make his guys play at a higher level. I think Tom Brady is good for two extra wins, maybe three, just oh. by what he brings to the locker room and the work ethic that he's going to have these guys uh, putting out. This is what I was going to bring up to you. Your Packers, you're mad because they took – I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Waste, wasted money probably. I, I, I think that why, – why, who's going to take him? Why did you trade up? They thought San Diego was, but San Diego went and San got Diego a quarterback. San Diego went and got Herbert. That's what I'm saying. So all the quarterbacks that everybody thought were going to – Why the, trade the up? The teams, I don't know. And every year trade I wonder – picks. Every year teams waste so much money on fucking quarterbacks. Every single freaking year. I'm surprised John Elway didn't take another one. He's taken like eight <laughs> in the last three years. But I think Drew Locke is going to be a good quarterback. I think he's – I think they had a good draft. But Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians is a good football, football coach. He was a good coach at Arizona. They went and got the kid from Iowa, Tristan Wirfs, the offensive lineman. Yep. They traded up to get an outside uh, to go get a tackle. Weren't they saying that that Wirf was the best uh, that, a lot tackle? Of, a lot of people in the draft. A lot of people thought he was the best. It's, he's not the. It was the kid that one of the kids had t- had a bad drug test. Oh. I think it was a kid from Louisville, and I can't remember which one. I'm looking it up right now. God dang, we get to talk about actually something real football. Yeah, Mika Becton from Louisville. I think he's the one that had the – But that's what they were saying. They said Becton went first over Worf. Everybody thought Worf was the best tackle. Well, actually, the first one was Andrew Thomas at right. New York. But I think but I think when Worf was still on the board, everybody expected him to go next, and it was Becton. Yeah, he's a good story, too. Single mom. That's another thing. So you hear of all these humble beginnings that these fuckers are coming from. Did you see the houses that these guys are sitting in? Most of them want their houses. You don't think so? No. They go to the agents? They rent a house for the night. They might have called Airbnb. I'd have gone to the fucking. Sk- if it had been us, we'd have gone. We'd have gone and done ours in the skunk house. I'd have got an endorsement deal out of the deal. <laughs> Look you, at the fucking shack this guy's in. I'd have had people building me homes wherever I was going. You, you, you know who had a very humble house? Uh-uh. Joe Burrow. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything. I could tell his door. I was looking at the door, and I told Michelle, "So you can look by looking at his door. That's that's. <laughs> it, it's not a lavish home. The trim work on it." There was another kid, a, a black kid, that had a. It looked like a pretty humble place. Um, was it the fucker wearing his goddamn bathrobe? No, it wasn't him. There was like a. There was like a. Uh, like a black Fabio, like holding his princess behind him. I meant to take a picture because I was I was doing some shit in our uh, clothes group. 
some comedic relief type stuff and I almost took a picture of this guy. But yeah, it's like a black guy and he's got like this lady in a white dress and like they're kneeled over and it's like the picture that's on top of the uh, behind the sofa. And that house looked looked pretty modest, but those were the only two that that didn't. I don't know what they. No, did. the kid in his fucking bathrobe. I didn't see him. Jerry, uh, that uh, that rugs kid from um, Alabama, one of the receivers. See, after about pick number ten, uh, it was business as usual in my house. Kids got to get baths, go to sleep, and all that stuff. And then I went to bed early. I, I actually didn't see the Packers trade up to get. Yeah, Henry Ruggs went to oh. Oakland. Uh huh. Had a fucking bathrobe on. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's he wearing? Now, the best one is C.D. Lamb's girlfriend. Yeah, she's hot. She had fucking hooker heels on. Hooker heels on. C.D.'s getting, he got laid last night. Well, what's funny is, is I saw a deal today and it showed Russell Wilson when he got drafted. His uh-huh. girlfriend, she was just all excited. <laughs> he ain't seen her ass ever again. No, no. <laughs> so how many of these old gals around? And then. Um, we got a story like that. We were watching Chase Young. Uh-huh. And uh, when they did his draft. And this some bitch was standing up on the deal, and he was a big motherfucker. I was like, God dang, look at the genetics in that fan. It's a big some bitch. Yeah. And then Chase Young stood up next to him, made that motherfucker look like a midget. Chase Young is a genetic freak. That was a very good pick. He was the best player in the draft, I think. Yeah. Draft, I mean, to, to start and be a star right off the bat. It's I, funny, too. He had that picture in front of him of an uncle. Died in 2012. They had dead people propped up pictures all over him. He's been gone for eight but, years. But, You're telling me it still stings? But it was mostly the black people, too, that did that. Uh, yeah. They got grandma over there. Well, yeah. most of the people who drafted were black in the first round. Yeah, other than Joe Burrow. What is Jordan Love? What's his ethnicity? He I think he's half. Half? He had an Asian sitting on I wonder if he's black and Asian. He's I don't know. like The Rock. I think maybe, we got a rock, maybe we got The Rock at our quarterback now. I'm trying to look at the white guys that drafted. Half black, half Samoan. I, I, well, I don't even know if there's five white guys even drafted. I mean, a lot of boys were from Texas, though. Yeah, I noticed Texas that. Kids there. I noticed that there were. Uh, did you so? So uh, a fun fact was uh, the first three picks all played for Ohio, Ohio State. State at one point. Yeah, Urban Meyer's a hell of was a hell of a recruiter. Is Ohio State the place for defensive ends, or have they just hit? Have they just hit the lottery? The defensive with Bosa, backs with Bosa and uh, with the Bosa boys and Young. Um, because I mean, now all of a sudden, Ohio State is known for the Bosa boys. And oh, now Chase Young. Ohio State is a Southeast Conference school that's in Ohio, basically, when it comes to talent. They have a ton of talent up there. They draft great. They recruit. I mean, they recruit awesome. Um, I don't know. They're, they're also defensive back you. And look at wide receivers. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, everybody forgets Michael Thomas is an Ohio State kid. Michael Thomas is? Mm-hmm. See? I didn't know that. Yeah. They've got uh, – they're just all around – Just they produce everything. What uh, did the Patriots do? The Patriots traded down. Oh, that's right. They, that's, Bel- that. that's Belichick in a nutshell right there. You know how pissed off everybody's going to be if Belichick wins next year? But I'm not talking about win the Super Bowl. I'm talking about wins the division. It's the same thing. He'll probably win the division. Who? Uh, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins. I think Buffalo's a better football team, and they have a good coach. Belichick's a hell of a coach, though. Belichick ain't stupid. No. He, tra- he traded a retired player for a fourth-round pick. He – Look, a busted up retired player. He's drafted. He drafted Brady. Yeah. He drafted Matt Castle. Yeah. He drafted J- Jacoby Brissett and Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm probably there's probably some more of them that he's drafted. He knows how to find him quarterbacks. And he didn't need to get one for a long time, but he drafted one. 
they didn't plan on Brady playing this long. Brady finally did what they thought Brady was going to do four or five years ago. They finally got rid of him. Or but, he they're, left. but they're not set up for life without Brady. Well, Stidham? No. They, Stidham, they like, he likes Stidham. Don't be surprised if Stidham isn't a very good quarterback. Is it a really good quarterback? He doesn't have any weapons. He's like he's like Aaron Rodgers without the pedigree. He's got no. He's got Julian Edelman. That's it. Now they trade. They they signed Marquise Lee, and they signed someone else. They'll go get him. They'll go get some receivers. You're running gate. You got Sony Michelle and uh, James White. I don't know. Sony Michelle's pretty good. Player, I mean, are though. they going to run between the tackles forty times a game this this season? And Prey Stidham doesn't have to. Lead him to a comeback. I don't see you've not set Stidham up for anything good. Brady they, couldn't win with that team. They drafted that McKeel Harry kid and really thought he was going to be something. He yeah. didn't show nothing last year, and that was a first round pick that they took on him. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't have a. I just think that we're we're all forgetting how good a coach Belichick is. Oh, for sure. I mean, he turns a defense sure. around. His, he'll have a top five defense probably, and if he can get seventeen points out of his offense, he'll probably win games. I mean, you think about it, they beat the Cowboys. They held the Cowboys to nine points last year. Do you think uh, – so the Dolphins took Tua. I, I, I he th- sets I think, all year. But I think he was a better quarterback than Burrow. I don't – do you think that that was a smoke screen that they were putting out? Because yesterday they were they said they were going to sell all their first-round picks to try to get to number one to take Burrow. Do you think that that was a, a, little, a little head fake on their part? Do you think that they always wanted Tua, but they uh, they they got – they they, they signed got, uh, they the signed Bengals off on him. Burrow? They signed off him on, on him physically at the right. at the combine. So I'm assuming they had they wanted him from day one. But why even put that out there that you're going to trade you're going to try to trade up to get Burrow at number one? So no one will think that they're uh, and they don't do it. I don't know. They knew that they were waiting to see if someone traded with Detroit. Is that what they were worried about? And the Giants, yes. Because if if someone traded up. To get to with Giants or Detroit, then they would be out of the quarterback for Tua. They wanted Tua last year, then he got hurt. Tua, if he wouldn't have got hurt, would have been the first player taken. I think. Yes, I believe so too. And Miami doesn't need to play him this year. They've got Fitz. Fitzpatrick's a good quarterback. He's a good serviceable quarterback. Let I, that hit. Let let Tua learn. Let that hip get another year of which you know everybody. All the doctors have said he's a hundred percent ready to go. If if I was, uh, well, I am a Redskin fan, and it's been horrible. For the last twenty fucking years now, you sure got a lot for Ricky Williams. That's right. But <laughs> what's going on now is I would like to see. I, w- I wish Fitzpatrick was their quarterback right now. Over Haskins? Oh fuck yeah! I don't think Haskins is the answer either. I think it's another deal. They they they. It's a you have to have a quarterback so you take a chance every other year on these teams that aren't in the playoffs until you hit on one. I mean, let's be honest with each other. Dallas did not want Dak Prescott. They wanted the fucking kid from Michigan State, Connor. I think was his name. Where is he at? He's now? out of football now, or he's the giant, or the Raiders' third round pick, or yeah. third string guy. That's who they wanted, and some that somebody traded up to get him in front of Dallas. So Dallas took Dak. He was the next quarterback on their board, but he was exact. They don't all this shit. You know, they did not think Dak, and it just worked out that Romo got hurt and Dak's are playing. And Dak has been a serviceable quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but he's not. He's not a thirty-five or forty million dollar guy. No, but. That's how – so every, all these other teams, you're just trying to hit on a quarterback. I think Daniel Jones at the Giants, I think he's a good quarterback. Carson Wentz, I think, is a good quarterback. He's just been hurt. Um, I think the kid Josh Allen at Buffalo is good. But for every one of those guys that turn out to be pretty decent or above average, there's tons of first-round picks that aren't there anymore. 
I mean, it, you don't have to go over. And the Christian Ponder, gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid from Memphis, Paxton Lynch, gone. Um, Brock Osweiler, remember? <laughs> they paid all that money, gone. I mean, they're just, they, they don't, they come and go. Where did Brock make his money? He went, he when he was at Denver, Denver and then oh, the Texans gave him Houston. fucking $700 million in aircraft carrier or something <sighs> to come there and gone. Um, I don't know why Detroit didn't take a quarterback. Yeah, that didn't. Matt Stafford is three years away, maybe, you think? He had the same back problem as Tony Romo, and we saw how that worked out for Yeah, him. I think they, they should have dra- I don't, But I don't – none of these quarterbacks I thought were – I think Burrow is very overrated. Do you think uh, they tank for Lawrence next year? Mm-mm. The Lions? I don't think in the NFL it's possible to tank. You don't think it's possible? The Miami Dolphins did everything they could to fucking tank. And Fitzpatrick won about fucking five games <laughs> last year with them. The Colts tanked to tank for luck, didn't they? They just weren't very good. I don't think they they didn't they had Reggie Wayne still. They just did just uh, to be bad in the NFL to, to to like in the NBA you can tank you can fucking I mean you can't do that in the NFL. The Bengals might have a might have a shot next year at Lawrence. Is there a worse team than the Bengals still? Does Joe, Joe Burrow doesn't – where did they go last year? 3-13? and 13? I'm trying to think right now. Is there a worse team than the Bengals still with Joe Burrow? Washington offensively is horrible. But their defense is going to be fucking – they're going to have a really good defense. Dallas, Washington on defense is loaded. They got two Alabama kids up front. They got a kid from Clemson up front. And they got Chase Young. They're front four. And they got that Jeff Kerrigan guy. Yeah. Or Ryan Kerrigan. Redskins are going to be uh, – Defensively, Washington is damn good now. Um, Detroit and Detroit's not a bad football team, though. Shit, they. I mean, if they've got, if Stafford's playing, they're not bad. I don't think they're good, but I think they're a seven-win team probably. Um, Cincinnati. I'm trying to think of the bad football teams. I mean, I think that we're looking at next year as Cincinnati's up there still. They're not going to take if Joe Burrow turns out to be a pretty decent quarterback or they like him. They're not going to. They won't. Tra- they'll. They'll. They'll sell that shit for a long time. I don't know who the Knicks' bad team would be really. Um, on the West Coast, Seattle's damn good. San Francisco's damn good. San Diego is going to be good. And San Diego could be that team. I With mean Herbert. Yeah. I mean, who knows? They got a rookie quarterback and they got Tyrod Taylor. They got great weapons though, and they got a good defense. Um, they drafted a defensive player last night too that was really good. Um, Arizona surprised me by taking defense. I was really they they need that. Um, Did you see Cliff Kingsbury set up? No, but I'm sure it was loaded, wasn't it? Oh my god! Well, gay men do that. That mother. It doesn't matter if he's gay. He's pulling up. He's pulling top notch gays. <laughs> I mean, his fucking spread. He goes no socks too. I like that. That's a power move. That's a power stance. If you see that picture. I didn't see his picture. You didn't see the picture? I'll send it to you. It's, no, it's, that's okay. I don't need pictures. No, 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 no. It's hilarious. Gay Cliff. Well, no, you can just look at it because I sent it. I sent it to. Uh, look at this fucking spread he's got. You don't have your glasses on. I mean that motherfucker pool in the background gazebo. Oh, he's got it. I mean, he's got some jack. There's this no is doubt. what this is what happened. This is not bad for a mediocre NFL quarterback and one good year as an OC at a at A and M. I'm He's with, done very well. You mean as a college quarterback coach? I thought he was oh. OC at A and M. He was. He Johnny Manziel was there. Right, but that's why he's done very well for for being a. a, a they done better last year than I thought they would do. The Cardinals. The Cardinals done a lot better than I thought they would do last year. And Kyler Murray is not a long term quarterback because he's going to get hurt. I think. 
I just don't think a five nine kid that runs four five in the NFL is going to make as a quarterback. But he's done really good. We'll just see after he gets hit a few times. But Arizona's done. But they they got that they got that another honey badger type football player. That did you see what he tweeted out after this picture surfaced? Uh-uh. Ty, uh, Tyron Matthew was like, "Well, no wonder they couldn't pay me." <laughs> well, I mean, that's a, you zoom in on this picture, motherfucker. He's got a football field over there. He's got no socks on. He's fucking thinking about all the ass he's about to pull this night. Three cell phones. That's another power move. When you got three cell phones laid out, you know one of those is for your bitches, gay or straight. One of them is <laughs> one think, of them is you for think who he, you're getting laid by. You think he's gay or straight? I think he's straight. Do you? I do. There's just no, I know, there's uh, no pictures, no other with him with women ever. And you think because he's a good looking guy, and I'm not into the. Thinking a guy who's good looking like you do, but you, you're, you've always been one to, oh, he's a good looking man. He's a good looking fella. And, and, well, and, not, what am I going to say? And he's got abs. Yeah, very much so. And was he 38, 40? No, I bet he's in his 40s. But I mean, he's a he's a good looking single 40 year old guy, and you'd think you'd see him with some super hot chicks around and stuff. Never see any picture of him. He, there was a quote by, and I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to have the exact quote, but he said he loves football so much that he not into that other shit. He, he and was getting w- pussy. He was willing to uh, – football was more important to him than, than any girls. He's like McVay, though. He has taken the whole realm of being a college quarterback out of the – everybody wants to do that for the women. <laughs> I mean, fuck, he's taking all that shit out. There's some big old fat sloppy-ass offensive lineman thing. Well, I ain't getting laid either. Me and you, I guess I like football more, huh? But I think that's I think that's going to be the new trend in the NFL for a while. Is you get these flashy court, you get these flashy guys like McVay. McVay likes women. He uh. has thirteen fucking kids with him. McVay has kids. There was a shitload of them around him. Which one's the coach of the Niners? No, 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 no. That's Kyle Shanahan. Oh, he's got fucking kids everywhere. Look like a Mormon family. Kyle Shanahan him. is not a good looking fella. Um, and his, one, his one nose of those is too big. One of the coaches are d- defensive. No, Mc, McVay's a fucking coxman. He's got he's got like supermodels. He's out there in LA. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. You know about these women he dates. Yeah. You don't ever see Cliff with nobody, and that's usually a red flag. Maybe he is gay. I don't know, but I'm telling you, whatever whatever ass he's pulling, it's a blue yeah. chip. I don't know. I don't know that he's gay or not. It's I just don't when you find a guy like Belichick, he's not married. He's divorced, but he's got a girlfriend. You, you've seen pictures of her and stuff. You just Jimmy Johnson, same way. He's always had a girlfriend or something. You just don't ever see – and that just, to me, is – example. I f- I, there's somebody that I'm friends with that doesn't have any kids, and he's an older guy. And your mother asked me the other day, she goes, do you think he's gay? I go, why do you say that? She goes, he's 50 years old, he ain't been married, he ain't got no kids, blah, blah, blah. I'm starting to think now, you know what? No, this – okay, so I just pulled up an article. Cliff Kingsbury has had girlfriends. Holly Saunders of, is a Fox Sports reporter. Okay, good. Then we know he's not. Okay, that's a former professional golfer. She's a fucking smoke show, too. Very good looking chick. She is hot as Natalie Gublier. Who's Natalie Gublier? Glu- uh, I don't know. She was Ben Roethlisberger's girlfriend. She played on the LPGA. She's at 10.3 on a scale of 1 to 10. But anyways, there Holly you go. Holly Saunders. So he's okay. had a girlfriend. But see, I didn't know that. But you don't see much about him, so you don't know. But when you find a guy that's 50 years old and he ain't been married and he ain't got no kids, the first thing people think is he's gay. And uh, he's got a very nice house. Yeah, he he's got, yeah. And if there's a 50 year old poor guy out there that's living in a trailer, eating fucking pinto beans out of a can and drinking but a natural light cheap beer, Cliff is 40. Everybody knows why he doesn't have a woman. 
But if you're like that and you ain't had a woman, then you might be straight. Then that's what they're thinking. Says says he's forty. He's only got a net worth of fifteen million. I guess I guess houses are cheap in uh, Arizona. I doubt that. But it was he's got a he's got a nice fucking setup for sure. Um, and he had a, he took a defensive guy, and I was really got to say. But anyways, back to the bad football teams. I can't think of anybody. Cincinnati, uh, Cleveland has has been they they've done some really good moves. I still don't know think they're a playoff team. Um, fuck, I, I can't think of nobody that you know. The Buffaloes are good. The Jets. Usually, it's that conference over there. It's got the shitty teams. Buffalo's good now. The Jets aren't bad. Um, I just think. So let's let's go through this now. If the Bengals took Chase Young at number one, you're still going to be bad this year. You know that, whether you get Burrow or not. And then you're going to turn around, have a rough year again this year. It's not like the fans are used to fucking winning in Cincinnati. <laughs> it's not like it's going to be a big overthrow. That and then you go out and you get uh, Trevor Lawrence. So now you got Chase Young in 2020, and then in 2021 you've got Trevor Lawrence. I just don't see Joe Burrow being the savior of this franchise. I don't think he is. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's at home, and that helps him a lot. Um, he has some talent around him, though. They've got – A.J. Green is a great receiver. Who has been hurt the last two years. But he is a great receiver. He is a very good receiver. And then they have the other receiver. Uh, John Ross? No, fuck no. He's just fast. He's not been very good. It's Tyreek. Tyreek in a bottle. It's the, uh, yeah, but he can't catch the ball. Tyreek's got good hands. <laughs> Uh, it's, what's the other fucking guy? They got, they got another guy that's a receiver that's re, that played really good last Shanahan year. Shanahan and I did this last night, and uh, I think we brought up this other guy, and I can't remember him again this year. They've got anyways, they've got a, they got a couple other guys that are pretty decent receivers. Joe and, Mixon, and they got Joe Mixon, who's a fucking damn good. Poor man's Le'Veon Bell is yep. what I told Shanahan last night on our Zoom call. He reminds me of Adrian James. He used to play for fucking Indy. He's really a good ball player, and and they, Tyler Offert when he's healthy is a good tight end. What's their defense like? Um, I don't know another guy, so that'll tell you something. They had Burfitt forever. Yeah, I mean they're, they're they're probably like all the NFL teams. All the NFL teams are only two or three players away from being a pretty good football team. Cincinnati's a little bit more. No, they got talent. I mean, they every team in the NFL's got talent. So, but I don't think Burrow's the answer for them. So I think they're going to be in the running for Trevor Lawrence next year. Now, if Burrow turns out to be a pretty decent quarterback, they can leverage Trevor Lawrence for a lot of shit. Because Jacksonville, if Minshew don't work out, is going to need a quarterback. Carolina's going to need a quarterback. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. They signed Bridgewater. He's going to be good. The Redskins need a fucking quarterback. I hope Washington tanks. Washington offensively sucks. Defensively, they're going to be very good. And the I mean, schedule should come out in the next couple of days, too. So, that'll that'll kind of – Who's Washington's number one wide receiver? McLaurin, Terry. Yeah. Who's their second? That's what I thought. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. They don't have. There you go. <laughs> Their best player the last couple of years on offense is a 77-year-old Adrian Peterson. They got Geis, too, but Geis has some red flags with his health. Yeah. Geis will be good if he can stay healthy. Do they have a tight end anymore? They had Jordan Reed forever. They signed uh, – Mr. Concussion. I thought they signed somebody. I don't know. I bet O.J. Howard ends up in Washington. Is he a free – did, did the Bucks cut him? No. Flat out no, cut him? They still on, got him? And they also got Chris Bright, who's pretty good. Yep, Cameron Bright. Or Cameron Bright. Tampa Bay's going to be – Name name more weapons than Tampa Bay. The da- one, Dallas Cowboys team. are pretty fucking close to them. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys have a running back. Yep. A great running back. I think he's way overpaid, and I think he's got about two more years of being pretty good. The Buccaneers do not. Nope. Uh, I think Dak and 
Brady are pretty comparable. Both game managers, both, both smart guys that don't make a lot of mistakes. I would give I would give the edge to Brady. The just experience, as far as experience, and and he gets his guys to work. Dak hasn't done shit in this league. No, he's not, he's won a lot of game controlled games, but when it comes down to it, he's fucked up. He's a lot. not won a game that he wasn't supposed to win. He's Alex Smith. Yes, is exactly who he is. Um, Mike Evans is better than 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 Amari Cooper, I think. By far, I think Mike Evans is a top ten wide receiver, easy. Chris Godwin is better a top, than Gallup. a top twelve receiver. If you had to take, if you had to list the wide receivers one through twenty. Tampa Bay would have two in the top 15 easy. So we're giving the edge to the Cowboys and running no, back. No, yeah, yeah, but the Tampa Bay's got the better wide receiver. We're giving the edge to the Buccaneers and wide receiver, now tight end. I don't even think it's an edge. I think Tampa Bay's a lot better wide receiver-wise than Dallas is. So now it's tight end. And you uh, oh, the there's ed- not even close. It's fucking Tampa Bay. They've got O.J. Howard and Blake Jarwin. O.J. Howard is better than Blake Jarwin. They just haven't used him enough. And Gronk. Is a whole lot better than Blake Jarwin, even if he only plays four games. San Francisco might have better weapons. On where? Than the Buccaneers. No. They got Garoppolo, who I believe is a better quarterback than Brady. Okay. Their running backs are better. But they're a running back by committee. That Ronald Jones, I mean, Tampa Bay, yeah, San Francisco would have to beat them on running backs. I think they've got the best tight end in the league in George Kittle. Yeah, I think you're right. And no. You think George Kittle's worse than Gronk? No, 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 no. Thirty-eight. No. I don't know if he's better than Kelsey. They're both either way. Close. They're better than the tight ends that they've got in Tampa Bay. Yes. And I think that they're wide receivers. No. You got Debo. Okay. And Go that's ahead. it. Yeah. I mean, name the rest of them. Pierre Garcon. I don't know who it is anymore. Pierre Garcon. I don't think he plays anymore. Emmanuel Sanders is out the door. Which I think is a big loss for them. Where did he, he go to Baltimore? I uh, believe so. Um. I think that uh, let's see who's there. There, they got Debo, who's very That's good. Uh, did they who they draft last night? They draft an offensive guy or a defensive guy. I don't know, but I'm sure they drafted a defensive. They drafted a line a defensive player and a wide receiver. They drafted that kid from Arizona State that they really like. He's six foot and his arms are like fourteen foot long. He's a defensive guy. I mean, no, the wide receiver is Brandon Brandon Ayuk. But he's the got, Niners drafted a wide receiver. Yep, in the at the end of the second round. The rich get richer. Um, so, but I think Tampa Bay, I think Tampa Bay has the best core nucleus other than Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City has the better quarterback by far than anybody probably in the NFL other than maybe Aaron Rodgers when it comes to actual just talent. Uh. Kansas City's running back. I, you know, everybody talks about, well, that's that's their weak link, weak link. They got that guy last Yeah, night. but they running back's not been an issue for them anyways. Uh, What was it? It was Damian Williams last year, and he got hurt, so they brought in McCoy. Yeah, and then they had another Williams. Hell, they had three guys with the same last name. It was hard keeping up with them fuckers. But, I mean. If this kid's a bell cow, then I think they're going to be tough to beat. They're tough to beat anyways. Well, I mean, they've got they've got a legitimate shot at repeating. They had, yeah, they've got arguably the best tight end to ever play football. Very talented. I mean, he's as good as anybody ever has been. Tony Gonzalez wants to come back out of retirement <laughs> now and play for him again. Uh, they've got Sammy Watkins is a very good receiver. Tyreek Hill, and and that's the, that's the difference right there. Tyreek Hill, somebody that can take the top off, that also can catch the ball. 
I would say Tyreek Hill is the best off the to, over the top guy ever, maybe ever. I, I can't think of anybody else that was a burner that was that does what he does. Because back in the day when they had burners that really could fly, like the kid, the Dallas Cowboys had the first over the top burner guy, and he was an Olympian, and I can't even remember his fucking name right now. He's in the Hall of Fame, um, but. He he just ran a he just ran down the field and they threw the ball up to him. Tyreek catches the ball in traffic. He runs reverses. He just is he's cut on a dime. I think he's the best that we've ever had. That Darren, uh, the kid for the uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he that's good. That's what he brings Philadelphia when he's healthy because he's so fucking fast. Well, Tyreek kills better than Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, and um, but Tyreek has really good hands, and so. I think Kansas City. That just that Kansas City's a matchup problem. Like Dallas, Dallas added C.D. Lamb, which is going to make them. But I don't know if they're going to cause really big matchup issues because I don't know if C.D. Lamb, you know, he he's a fast guy like everybody else is fast, but he's not so super fast that he causes issues. Mm-hmm. Now the kid for fucking Oakland, they drafted that kid out of Alabama. He is that way. You give him a little bit of space, and he's going to go. And so I think that. I don't know. I think we, I don't, after this draft, it's fucking rookies. You can't rely on a rookie to do shit anyways. <laughs> I mean, that's whatever. Like, I listened to Skip this morning. Whoop, I think we got a real chance to win Super Bowl. You got a fucking run, wide receiver, and you think that is the difference between you going to Super Bowl. You're replacing a kid, C.D. Lamb, where Randall Cobb was last year. Yeah. Now, Randall Cobb is an experienced football player, a good blocker, and, and, and you think that that slot guy is going to make you a Super Bowl. He said Super Bowl contender. He said, "I think we can win it all now. I think we're that's we're the team now." Blah blah blah. Your fucking offensive line is falling apart at yes, the seams. That's right, and and you couldn't run the ball last year when you need. If it was fourth and one, they couldn't get a fucking first down <laughs> last year with the greatest line in football, and they lost their one of their best linemen retired. Yeah, and they haven't replaced them. Defensively, they um they 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 went back in defense last year. It's not as good, and they've lost they lost two defensive backs, and they haven't replaced them with nobody. You know, Skip has to say that though. That's his shtick. Oh, he and on Twitter he wears me out because it's just in your face. This, you know, it don't matter who they draft. It's the greatest thing ever. And then he makes somebody else from draft somebody and they make fun of him and just talk shit all the time. I'm thinking. Let's see what he said last night. He was ripping on somebody's first pick. Was he? Oh yeah, just somebody's pick. That was just a dumb pick right there, and blah blah blah. It's stupid and um. He just it's just the same shit with him all the fucking time. Suck on that, Eagles. We just took the guy you badly wanted. You've sure done that enough to us. Dak Prescott just got a little closer to signing a new deal. Amari Gallup, CD, Zeke, that offensive line. Come on, Dak, make it happen. I don't see it's. Uh, I think that's a waste of money. I just I, I that was a that was a luxury pick. Guy's got a ton of talent. But there's a lot of ton of guys in the NF that, that were in college that don't make it in the pros, and I just can't imagine a slot deal making that much of a difference on being a. I, I just Dallas don't have anybody you have to double team hardly anymore. Amari Cooper really showed the Amari Cooper that was in Oakland for the last two years. You know he'll have a game with ten catches for two hundred and fifty yards and three touchdowns, and then he has one catch for seven yards in a game. Yeah, you know Michael Irvin didn't do that. The great guys don't get shut down like that. Do you think so? Uh, Browns went what tackle? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I don't know about 
Cleveland. Oh, there's a there's okay. There's Dallas Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. M- mirror teams. Last year, Cleveland had Odell, Jarvis Landry, two um, good running backs. That Najuko tight end. Yep. They have maybe the best, arguably the best running back in football outside of Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. What, what's the kid's name? Chubb. Nick Chubb. Well, he's good. So that's what the, that's their team. That's their team they're starting with. You know, they. What's the difference between Cleveland and Dallas? Both eight and eight. Yep. A lot of hype. Tons of hype. And they're only one football to go around. Uh, and Odell's going to get traded somewhere. And you think about You think so? And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in fucking Lambeau Field. Poof. Boy, that would fucking – you'd come in with a smile on your face tomorrow if that happened, wouldn't you? I'd take it. I'm serious. Really. I'd take it. He, they're a team that could do that. And maybe they know they've got something worked out, and that's why they took a quarterback. Maybe. Who knows? But – you got to get Rodgers some weapons. You got to you got to sure up that offensive line. Rodgers cannot throw off of his back. He's getting older. He's had collarbone issues, knee issues. And see, Green Bay's got a great running back. They do. He is fucking damn good. Very good, and he can catch the ball and make it happen. But I just Jimmy Graham's gone now, right? Jimmy Graham is gone. Which he was not. He hit. He was. He was not a, Jimmy he, Graham from before. And he was like ten million dollars this year. I'd have cut his ass too. I thought. I really thought they would try to go get Austin Hooper. Yeah, I he think, went I to think Cleveland. Trying, yeah, that's right. Cleveland's got Hooper, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Beckham and Nick Chubb. Is Kareem Hunt still on that roster? And see, he's on their roster too. Whew. They might have the best. Except they got Baker Mayfield as quarterback. I ain't sold on him. No, and, and Shanahan and I were talking about this last night. Uh, uh, we did a little Zoom call, just kind of recap, or not recapping, forecasting uh, some of the draft. If Mayfield plays like Mayfield in his first year, they're going to be good because he had a little chip on his shoulder, had a little swagger. I don't know if the pressure got to them this year. I don't know if it was bringing in Odell fucked up the locker room. But Mayfield last year was not Mayfield of the year before. The chip on his shoulder was gone. There was a lot of humble pie. Maybe it was maybe it was kitchens. I don't know. Me and me and mom were traveling somewhere last year during football season. I don't remember where the fuck we were at. But anyways, I was listening to it was after like Sunday night radio or Monday or something after the games, and they were talking about Cleveland. And all they kept talking about is it was all the excuses that the players were making about why they lost. It was officiating. It was this. It was that. It was this. It was that. And it was like the third weekend in a row of them talking about the same shit, basically. And, you know, they never blamed it that it's on themselves, you know. We just need to step up and be a team. I think they thought that they were just going to win because of how many, the talent they had and not who their team is. But Mayfield is just not – I just – I don't know. Um, but that's that's a team that's got as much talent as anybody else does offensively. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Their, their weak link is their quarterback. They were 6-10 and 10 last year. Yeah. So they lost. Oh, let's see here. And they lost a lot of close games at first. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna try to pull up and see. They lost. <coughs> fuck, I'm trying. They to lost to Seattle on a freak deal at the end of the game. They lost to. I mean, they lost three or four games that were just like bad fucking choices or decisions or fumbles or shit. But I don't. I don't see them. It's only pulling up December for some reason. They lost to Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, twenty to thirteen. This is all just December. They beat the Bengals. Go figure. They lost to Arizona in Arizona, and they lost to Baltimore. Which 
their problem was though in September, October, they lost three or four games in a row by like a possession. And yeah, and I can't find the fucking. It's not pulling up, motherfuckers. I'll tell you a move I would do if I was a couple of general managers. Strictly from on the outside looking in, I would if I was the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would sign Jameis Winston as a backup to Ben Roethlisberger because I think you're getting the same kind of guy. I think Roethlisberger is better than Winston right now, but you're talking about a big arm that can throw the ball all over the field and a big guy, and I think Winston is would, would could fill them them shoes if something happened to Roethlisberger. Here, here's Cleveland. They got. Donkey stomped by uh, the Chiefs. By uh, oh god damn it! By ten by Tennessee week one forty three thirteen. Okay, they beat the Jets. Uh, they lost to the Rams twenty to thirteen. So that's a touchdown. Uh, they beat Cleveland or they beat Baltimore forty to twenty five. Yep. And then they lost to San Francisco. San Francisco's a juggernaut. They lost to Seattle by four points. Yeah, there was a, there was a turnover or something in the game that was they're bitched about. Lost to New England by two touchdowns. They lost to Denver in Denver by uh, five points. They beat Buffalo. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat Miami. They lost to Pittsburgh by a touchdown. They beat Cincinnati. Lost to Arizona by two by two touchdowns. Uh, Baltimore by two touchdowns. So I mean, I mean, there were a couple close games in there. But 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 Cleveland is not; they're not a Super Bowl contender. But no. last year they thought they were going to be because they, they were, were bringing all this talent. And so I don't I don't expect much out of them. But I think Odell's going to get traded, and I would not be surprised if Odell ends up in Green Bay. I really wouldn't be. Ro- I think Rodgers could handle him. No, Rodgers he ain't going to be a problem to Rodgers. That's what he needs to be at a place with a veteran quarterback team. Shut up and sit down. Pittsburgh, yeah. another place. Pittsburgh would be good. Roethlisberger yeah. ain't gonna put up with the shit. Do um, you think? Do you think he kind of started taking over Manning? In uh, you think he walked all over Manning uh, the last year he was there? I don't think Eli really bothered that much with him. I just think he was a distraction off the field, and I don't think in Cleveland he was much of a distraction last year. No, I think he was very straight laced, but his teammates like him. But I think that he needs to. I, I think he gets traded from Cleveland, and I don't know very many teams that would be takers that would. Uh, he could go to Seattle mm-hmm. because Russell Wilson's not going to be affected by him. Uh, San Francisco Garoppolo, I don't think would be bothered by him. Uh, he could go to Houston, but they traded for Brandon Cooks, which I don't understand that move. I still don't. Who would Houston take last night? Um, I don't even know if they drafted last night. Let me look and see here. They traded their first-round pick, I think, the year before. Mm. Surely they got something from Arizona, nope. other than David Johnson. No, they I didn't pick last night? They have a second-round pick, I think, they got for, what's his name, or first round. Maybe that's next year's pick. They, didn't, they did not pick last night. They gave away the best wide receiver. Yeah, but... He he wasn't he was going to be a diva on his contract, yeah. And they weren't going to pay that much because they were going to pay Watson. If they knew they weren't going to pay much for him, they didn't want to be a free agent and have to go. I'm not taking up for Bill O'Brien. I don't understand that. I don't understand why you would go s- trade for Brandon Cooks when you could. Uh, somebody else signed. It's a wide receiver. 
and I'm trying to think of what other wide yeah, receiver I can't, just left. There was him. a big trade that went down because everybody was making fun of Bill O'Brien. They could have gone and got this guy for nothing. Yes, and I, I and I think there was a, a running back too. What what fucking running back got traded? Because it was basically David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins with some picks. And someone else, some other wide receiver just went somewhere the other day, and I can't remember who it was, but it was not. A, they picked up Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks. Now Brandon Cooks with Deshaun Watson, they've already got Will Fuller, and Fuller's really good when he's healthy. But there's no, there's not another DeAndre Hopkins out there. No, so not even close. Have you, uh, have you been watching the Last Dance with the Chicago Bulls? No, I, I'm just not a basketball fan. I've actually, I've actually enjoyed it. Dennis Michael, Rodman's a cool motherfucker. Michael though. Jordan is not. Growing up, I always thought Michael Jordan had this good guy personality. He's a he's a stone cold killer. Oh, he's a dick. Mm-hmm. He was a dick to that general manager. He to was Jerry Krause. Dick to his teammates, but it was all in the interest of winning. Well, yeah, that's what a team's about. You're supposed to win. He was a fucking straight running asshole. Big time. Oh, it was Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley to the Falcons was the other. Oh, I fucking wouldn't have got Todd Gurley. They could have got uh, Todd Gurley. I would have Dave Johnson. You would over well, Todd Gurley. David Johnson's had a wrist problem, not a knee problem. But Todd- I think I don't think that they gave. I don't. I, I think that the the gist of it was is that the Falcons didn't give much. I think for they, Todd Gurley. I think they wanted to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Is it was the issue they wanted to get rid of Hopkins? Okay, there's a team right there that people thought that Arizona Kyler Murray was real hard trying to get them to take C.D. Lamb. Air, uh, Arizona, yeah, they've got Hopkins and they got Christian Kirk. They didn't need C.D. Lamb. No, that was that's what I'm saying. That's where Dallas, I think. Arizona went with a, the, a, the, a need the, versus a, they, a glamour, they, and I think that's where the Cowboys fucked up. Everybody and every Cowboy fan just loved it because they like because they OU and CD Lamb here. Dazzle. But I don't think for a team. I saw one guy that wrote on on Facebook last night. I was reading. He said the Cowboys made a terrible pick. Great guy, terrible pick because we don't need him. Yeah, and I think that's that. And I think Arizona was the opposite of that. And I wish I could think of the fucking wide receiver the other day that got moved. And I thought fuck, I'd rather had him than um trying to than find Brandon him. Cooks. I don't, I don't I see any. Can't big. remember which receiver just. Which just moved teams, and that's who I would have went after. I don't see any big name. Packers got Devin Funches. Maybe that's who they're fucking going after. He's a, he was good. <sighs> don't even get me started. I don't know what you're expecting Green Bay to do. Green Bay was in the NFC Championship game. Yes, they and, they, they took and they a, got mollywopped. Well, they took a quarterback for the future, that's just like dumb. they did. Well, the people bitched when they took Aaron Rodgers. It's dumb. They had Brett Favre. Why would we do that? Brett Favre just won a Super Bowl or whatever it was at. No, two thousand five. They they weren't very good then. I don't see any big name wide receiver that got moved here. Blog as a Charger now. Maybe it was Odell. I was thinking about that they was wanting the first one, but Odell's got that big ass contract. What the Vikings do? They went. They went. They, they went. They uh, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU, who's very good, and they went with Jeff Gladney, a cornerback from TCU. TCU had two guys taken the first round again. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is a saint. Maybe that's who it was that they could have gotten. Emmanuel Sanders, two years, sixteen mil. Maybe that's it. He's what's going to be. They're going to be good. You know that NFC South, them in Tampa Bay. Two. You got two fucking the oldest quarterbacks in the world playing down there. <laughs> You got Carolina's got Teddy Bridgewater, who and Bridgewater's a pretty good quarterback, serviceable. And uh, 
Who's their team in the South? Falcons. Atlanta. How are they not good? I Matt Ryan just fucks things up. He 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 reminded me of Phil. He reminds me of Philip Rivers. <laughs> he throws for three hundred eighty yards, three picks, and and in picks fourth. in the fourth quarter. Always is a pick in the fourth quarter. Or yeah. Matt Stafford. It's it could be, but he's a big talent, big arm. I just don't understand. You've got arguably the best wide receiver in the league. You had Devontae Freeman was really good. Now you got Todd Gurley. You had Austin Hooper. Calvin Ridley's really good. Calvin Ridley's really good. So you got two solid wide receivers. Is it the defense? Why didn't they franchise Austin Hooper? I don't know. You know, maybe that maybe maybe it was uh, time to go. Only twenty five years old. Really? Yep. Well, the Browns got him, so it's another playmaker for the Browns. What Indianapolis go? Did they go? Did they go safe in vanilla? They're pretty smart. They usually they got sixty four year old Philip Rivers back there. That's crazy too. Or did they not pick? I don't think they picked. I didn't see them pick. Huh. So you, so the AFC South, Colts, Texans. Jaguars. Jaguars supposedly are trying to get Trevor Lawrence. That would be the other team to go. I mean, they're, they're starting Gardner Minshew. Uh, they got that one kid though that I traded uh, traded with for you, DJ Chark. He was very good. What's Leonard Fournette going to do? Um, they tried to trade him, and nobody. They were trying to trade him to different, and nobody. That's what I saw the other day. Somebody knew the Chiefs, and he's the missing link. The Jaguars. How the fuck's he a missing link? The Jaguars went corner to yes. replace Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got a good one too. So yes, I, I don't know that. You know, you're going to go in the year with Gardner Minshew, <laughs> and they got another quarterback too. But Gardner Minshew is going to be your quarter starting quarterback, and DJ Chark was very good. He was a damn good receiver. I bet he was a top fifteen receiver last year, stat wise. Yeah, he was very good. Um. And much be- much better than that garbage you traded for me. Yep, and he's a first. I think he was he a rookie last year, or a second year guy. He was a rookie. He 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 looked really good. Um, Devontae Parker come on at the end of the year. I don't. Know, I guess the only really bad football team is probably going to be Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They signed Eifert. They got defensive linemen. They got a. They got, or they uh, franchise tag and Gon- Gonquay. Yes, or something like that. I can't pronounce him. So, I mean, their defense is going to be pretty solid. Detroit, Jacksonville, and Cincinnati are going to be in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Indianapolis got DeForest Buckner from the Niners. So, that that's good for their defense. Who did? It, the Colts. Yes. And they got Xavier Rhodes, too. Yeah. Indian, Indy's got a good, solid football team. They just got a 50-year-old quarterback. I think they win their division. I think they upset the Texans. I think Tennessee wins the division. Tennessee, I th- I Tennessee's just, the other one. I think they just run over everybody. I don't know. What, what, throw this out there now. Let's say this Corona shit comes back and they have to cancel football season. What do they do about the draft for next year? Uh, It'd be interesting, huh? See, and they had said that if they needed to, college would play in the spring. Well, that would fuck up everything. Do you move it to late summer? Do you move the draft to late summer? So they've talked about moving college football to spring if they had to? Yes. Those those ADs at those schools or those presidents, they know what it would be like without no football. Oh, now, see, broke. I'll tell you what. Spring football don't work, but if college football was in the spring, it would work. Yeah. Because people want to watch the shit. I feel bad for the XFL. 
fucking. They had all that money too behind it in TV contracts. They'll that come, sucks. They'll come back in two years. You think so? Yeah, I think just. I think that they need to do is they need to bring football and start playing in May, and let people get over the NFL and let them be hungry for football like we are right now, and and play in June and July. And play in towns that aren't fucking NFL towns. Right. Go play in places like Birmingham, Alabama. Play in San Antonio, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Oklahoma City. Teams, towns like that that don't have an NFL team where people will get in. That's their team. You know? Um, and, and that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to figure out a time frame to play. And if they would play in May, June, and July. Rather than back-to-back with football? Yes. And, and let football set for a little bit and give it a three-months break. Because by June, everybody's ready for football anyways. Yeah. So if you played in June, July, and just played an eight-week season, you know, or, or start middle of May and play, you know, and be done by the 1st of August when the NFL training camp starts, and that way the players could go to camp if they needed to from one from but I think that's the answer to them and 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 play eight game schedules all and have the two best teams play after eight playing the Super Bowl that you have yeah. but don't try to let football die down and do it but don't try to go to Dallas and to towns like that go to go to t- places that don't have pro sports or pro football team cuz you know in baseball there's lots of minor league baseball all over the country there's minor towns have their own minor league baseball team yeah well you know, put some in football teams in there. There's not a minor league football team, and go do that. Did you see Kirk? They were knocking Kirk Cousins. He said he would he would be open to playing with no with no fans. Somebody was knocking, and they're like, yeah, "That's Kirk Cousins right there. He can't take the pressure." Of course, he, he of played course, pretty fucking good last year. Of course, he would love playing in front of no fans. Well, I don't. All the other guys are like, "No, we want fans in the stands. We got to feel the juice. Got to feel the energy." Kirk Cousins, like, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. If I owned an NFL team and my option was to not play football or play in empty stadiums, we'd be playing in empty stadiums. Yep. I mean, what's the fucking difference for San Diego last year? There wasn't nobody <laughs> at their fucking games. <laughs> the opponent. Pray yeah. that you play, hope that you played uh, the Steelers or the Packers, somebody that travels really well. Yeah. It's the only I, way you're filling that piece of shit up. Baseball has really fucked up on this deal. Because nobody's missed it. Exactly. And they should be going when there's nothing else going on. They should take these players to some fucking where and be playing baseball. If you just played in three or four stadiums and you played two or three games a day with different umpires and shit in empty stadiums, at least be playing baseball and have stats where people get – because people would watch it. Other than opening day, other than when opening day got canceled, I've not seen anything on Facebook about anybody – oh, man, I sure wish uh, baseball was going on. If, if, if it was mid-October and we'd missed the first six weeks of football oh. – Facebook would be blowing up. Every Sunday and every Thursday night and every Monday night. But not one person, no. other than opening day not happening, nobody has said, man, I sure wish that those, sure wish the Texas Rangers were playing right now. Even basketball, and I don't have a lot of basketball fans, I think, on my Facebook and shit, but I haven't seen a lot about basketball not going right now either. No. But, but, but I think that they know basketball is going to come back and they're just going to pick up in the playoffs. I don't know what baseball is going to do. They would talk play about, an abbreviated schedule. They talked about going to to Texas, Houston, and Arizona and starting to play in those states and just there. You know this, but this, do you play half a season? And is that baseball moving forward? A hundred and what is it? Sixty two games. They'll never get one hundred sixty two games. No, 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 no. But it's fucking stupid. Play eighty. I 
Play 80. Why do you got to play 162 games? Nobody gives a shit about your sport for three months out of the year. The only time people care about baseball is in April and in September. I can't disagree And then into October. You get to the end of May, nobody cares about it. You get to June, July, and August, nobody gives a fuck about baseball. Play 80 games. If you go to a football game in November when it's still middle of the season, after week seven, whatever it is, and you go to a, a Pittsburgh game, a Pittsburgh or Cowboy, Cleveland, I don't care what stadium you go to, 90% of the people in there are there rooting for that team, and they're watching it, and they're involved in the whole game. Yeah. You go to a baseball game, and oh, fucking. 25% of the people are watching the baseball game. The other 75% are on their phone or visiting. Yeah. It's a social deal where you take your kids, let's go to a baseball game. Right. Because I find myself at a baseball game after one inning bored to fucking death. I just and but and if you look around, majority of the people are there just to socialize, and it's a either a company outing or the family takes the kids and they right. go to the game once a year. And like if you took the kids to a game, it's an experience. Go to a baseball game once a year, and then there there is the people that watch all the time. But the percentages of people that go to a baseball game and stay in tune with the game the whole time are very few compared to a football game. Yeah. But I, I just think that you can play 80 games for here, from here on out. Play half the season. Well, that ain't going to happen. But, but it's, it's, just, it's, it's just mind-boggling to me that these major league executives, baseball executives, are like, ah, oh, yeah, let's keep going June, July, and August when nobody gives a shit. You look at half the stadiums are fucking empty other than the Red Sox. Um, Pittsburgh Pirates don't give a fuck. Their stadium's halfway empty in June, July, and August. And probably most of September. Yeah, somebody, somebody's going to call you out on that. Motherfucker, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be a Pittsburgh fan. and we have Or the Reds. You think the Reds are selling out? Cincinnati Reds are selling out every game? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I doubt it. The, the Rangers draw 3 million people a year. That's all they want to do. They don't. I had an ex-baseball player tell me a long time ago, he said, most of those teams are in there to make money. They don't give shit if you win or lose. He said, why do you want to spend $200 million on a payroll when you can spend $120 million on it, draw the same amount of people, you don't win the World Series, but you make an extra $100 million at the end of the year, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but baseball, football is what's going to cure our country. If there's not football, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of really upset, pissed off people. There are people right now that haven't worked in seven weeks that are upset because they haven't worked, yeah. but they're really going to be upset if we ain't got fucking football. Yeah. I think the draft last night was a bit – I'm glad that they – the virtual – I'm not a big draft guy anyway. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't play – I don't really pay attention to much college sports. The draft to me is always kind of, eh, we'll see what happens. But last night I think they did a good job. Um, I think it was good for our country. I think it was good for the country. They kind of – there was kind of a rallying point maybe. But uh, baseball – baseball's not it, unfortunately. Neither is basketball. Baseball was a perfect sport when everybody had a radio. In the 30s. Yep. I think baseball was a very, very good sport for the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. And I think as we – I think we have – we've become too – Action-oriented. Uh, well, or instant I don't even, gratification. You know, and speaking about watching football, I watch it on Red Zone now. So even there's a little bit. I'll watch the Packers if they're playing. That's that's the only and 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 primetime games. But I even catch myself wandering like on Thursday night. It's just kind of like oh, this kind of sucks. It's just one game. 
So even football is changing a little bit because we're used to that, like you said, instant gratification, keeping up with everything, going from game to game. I watched the football Cow- ADD. I watched the Cowboy game the whole game because I hate the Cowboys and I like to root against them. But I watch every game the Cowboys play because I root against them. So I'm, I watch every Cowboy game and the primetime games, but the rest of the time I'm back – unless it's somebody I really like to watch. I'm a, I'm a red zone guy. Fantasy football has saved the NFL, I think. Yeah. Now, football is still football, and it would still be big, but I think fantasy football has made a lot of casual football fans glued to their TVs to watch their stats. Like, if I didn't play fantasy football, I still would watch football on Sundays. <laughs> I, I would still watch. watch it, but I wouldn't be as invested as I am. Exactly. I'd watch the teams I wanted to watch, and I'm, I'd watch <clears> it just because I like football. But it, it, it has changed who we are. Baseball, fantasy baseball, I played that. That's, <laughs> fucking, that's a long fucking deal. I got a text from uh, Howith. How do we get the end of the pick? How do we get the end of the draft every single year? I don't know. You saw me picture the button. That auto generator is not too damn – Random. Well, we could have drawn names out of a bucket, but you told me to do that. 13. Out of 14 teams. So I'm going to get I'm going to get the end of the first round and the beginning of the second round. I don't hate where I'm at. I'm going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I want to be in either the top 4 picks or the bottom 4 picks. Yes, I would not I'm in the be fucking middle and it sucks. What do um let's talk the corona for a minute. What do you, what do, you do you think that we're opening the country up too early? Um, boy, that's it, it's it's such a tough because I don't know, I don't. It depends on what news organization you watch. If you watch Fox News, it seems like not. If you watch something else, I don't really think that we're you know we're doing retail to go here in Texas. The governor's supposed to talk today, isn't he, about Texas next step? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to open up some more. I I think that people we're going to have to take some self responsibility. And I know for people today, that's hard to fucking do. But, you know, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. Yeah. If you want to wash your hands, you wash your hands. I think everybody ought to carry a deal of liquid hand. You can't get it anywhere, though. It's starting to come back a minute. I've got a bottle in my truck I've kept. And I've kept mine for years because if I was in an accident or something, or I come up on an accident, because I've done that a few times to get blood on my hands helping out or something. I wash my hands right there in my truck. I keep a towel, and that's always have. So now every time I get gas, you when I'm pumping the gas, I get done pumping it, I reach over to my door, and I squirt the bottle in my hand, and I wash my hands off in the stuff. Just self-responsibility. The, I, I'm afraid the only thing – here's the deal. I think we're – getting to the point that we're going to be fucked no matter what we do because I feel like if we keep everything closed much longer, you're going to have serious problems with people uh, protesting, and I think protests turned into riots at the drop of a hat. So I think if we keep things closed much longer, you're going to see some major, major issues in some of these states uh, very, very soon. On the On the other hand, if we go a month if we get to the end of May and Corona has rebounded and then now we're looking at June being in the same position that we've been in for April, I don't think that's any good either. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't speak intelligently on the situation because there's just so many different factors. I do not want to see a rebound late next month 
early June and then shut everything down for July and August. That to me seems pretty silly. But then at the same time, I realize that there's going to be major, major, major uh, issues socially if we don't open up soon. Yesterday, it's come out that some kind of alcohol, isopropyl alcohol, can kill this virus, and so can the um, light. And Trump wanted to know if there's any way they could find a way to put it in your body to do it. And all the media is jumping on, oh, he wants you to dr- drink this liquid, blah, 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 blah. I'm glad to have a fucking president that asks some fucking questions. Is there any way to take this? Because right. if someone would have told you that you can take fucking magnets and put it in front of a TV screen and look at your fucking innards inside of you, people would have jumped and laughed at that shit too one day. Yeah. Every there, There's got to be something we, we were fishing in Canada five or six years or eight years ago on a camping trip, and we had a bottle of water, and we took this fucking wand-looking thing, and we stirred it through the water for a little bit, and it had a light on it, a Blu-ray light or UV light, and boom, it killed all the bacteria in the water. Right. Now, if someone were to suggest that 25 years ago, people would have laughed at you, too. I'm glad we have a president asking fucking questions. I'm so sick and tired of the fucking media jumping on everything the fucking guy does and tries to twist it into stupid shit. Well, just like the uh, hydrochloroquine yeah. and z yeah, they were on them because that couple in Arizona took uh, uh, its fishbowl cleaner. They jumped all over him for that. The fucking guy is just, he's making the best out of a, and he's an optimist. He's an optimist. Yeah. And, and they knock him at every, it's, it's, it's very, very frustrating to, uh, to watch. But it, it's it, the media on one side, them fucking goofy fucking liberal bastards are doing everything they can to make this worse than what it already is and it's bad sure. to try to fucking keep things down. And I'm sick of that shit. I want people to be for America. We need to go back to fucking work. The whole country does. We don't need sitting on our asses. AOC now, wants, when we do go back to work, she wants all the workers to boycott. So you think that we're opening up right on time? I don't know that. I think that we need to open up some of the things sure. and see, and we need to check the numbers. I think they need to do te- more testing. I agree on that, but do you think you that can't the- test everybody in a fucking America? We can't go until if we wait until there's no coronavirus left in the United States we'll of America. Be way too late. We'll be fucking burying everybody from old age. Yeah. Um, do you think? So you think it's time to go back to work? But do you think that the numbers are accurate? No. I think that there's a whole lot more people have had this. I think the death rate for this is way smaller than flu. I think it is very contagious. But I think that we have way overdone this. But I think we made the right move at the right time. If we would, if China would have done what they wanted to do, we'd have kept this out of our country. I think we need to isolate the United States of America for a fucking year. Don't let nobody in. Yeah. Combat it within itself. Have areas that are hot, shut them down for a little bit, but you can't shut the United States down. <laughs> did Germany send China a bill? Uh, yes, they did. Or was it Russia? No, it was Germany that did. One hundred sixty billion. I don't remember. In the United States, in, in the state of Missouri, is suing China. <laughs> I, if I were Trump, the first thing that I would do is I would call up President is it Z, Z or she. I fuck who knows. I would call him up and I'd say, "Listen, you kept this under wraps. You were you were not honest with about what you had." The the $6 trillion that all these stimuluses are going to uh, cost us, we'll just take that off of what we owe you. And I don't think the government owes them money. I think it's American businesses have borrowed money on Chinese banks. I think I don't know for sure. So I can't speculate on that, but I agree with you on that. 
And we Trump's sh- a hard, he's a hard businessman. Yep. So I don't think he, I, this is not over between us and China. Uh, and, and, and what scares me is the liberal, the Democrats are so fucking liberal about every fucking thing. Let's free this, free that, free this, free. Well, there's nothing free out there. No. There's not such that, there's no such thing as a free lunch. No. Somebody's paying for it and there's a reason they're taking you to lunch. If someone takes you out to eat fucking dinner, they either want to fuck you <laughs> or they want to fuck you out of your money. <laughs> It ain't for or free. They're, or they're trying to make some money. Right. That's that's it. Nobody just randomly takes some, you know, hey, Jim, you want to go to lunch? Yeah, I'll buy lunch. Come on, let's go to lunch. He's got a reason to there, do that shit. A, it might not come out for six or nine months, yeah. but there's a reason. Yeah. He either it, banged your wife or he's banging your daughter. Or, there's something going on there. If if And so nothing's free, but they just don't fucking get that. And I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Nobody does. But if we don't start getting people back to work and spending money and doing things, people want to work. People are sick of We have been home now for seven fucking weeks. Yeah. That's 50 fucking days. But your life hasn't changed that much. That's 20% of a come out fucking here. year almost. You still come out here and you tornado chase. You've not, you've not changed much. I've changed a lot. Jeff. I have. I haven't got to go to... You've not got to go to the casino. I haven't it's got to go to the casino. I haven't got, got to, to go out and eat dinner anywhere. Now, that's changed for all of us. That, well, you said that... I, for me, I'm talking about me. There's things I normally do. Me and mom go out and eat. Me and mom haven't been anywhere in seven weeks. We usually would have gone... We would have went somewhere by now. We usually go to Padre every, every May, the first of May for three or four days. We, didn't, we ain't doing that. So, it's changed. Has it hurt me a lot? No. I'm not... I am... Trust me. I'm not a victim in this at all. My life hasn't been any anything bad about this other than just not being able to go do luxury things that I like to right. do. There are people that have a whole lot more losses than I do. Mine is all selfish shit. But my selfish shit is going to go away econ- if this well, don't before It keeps long. the economy going. That's right. Your selfish shit. People like me. Are, we would have gone and watched a movie. We would have taken the kids to watch a movie by now. People like me and like you are what makes America go. People that spend money to go do shit. Yeah. The people that live paycheck to paycheck that buy cheese, bread, meat, water, pay their phone bill, their electric bill, don't go out and eat and go home every day, they're surviving. Yeah. People are the people that are living in this country that live that that their kids go to ballet, they go to um, a baseball instructor, they play little league, they go out and eat dinner, they go to Six Flags, they go do this, they go do that. That's the people that make our economy go. And those people need to get back just for their own sanity of getting to do the shit they like to do. And because somebody makes some money off everything that you do. Yeah. Every hobby is a money maker for someone else. And we need that in this country. We need people to start going out and doing shit. Whether it's hunting. And our we, we've lost some turkey hunts. It, it's not a big deal. This hasn't been a big, huge loss for us. But it, it's going to become September if the things don't change. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about this thing rebounding late summer. And then them saying, well... Stay at home orders are in place again. We've got, they've got to, that they can't, that's not going to happen again. People aren't going to fall for it again. People are not, it's going to be a real uprising then. You see, here's the problem too. And that's another, go people, ahead. People in New York City, they understand this because they know someone that's been affected by this. Right. Middle America, the heartland of America, and a lot of big cities, they don't know a fucking soul that's had this. Right. And so it's hard for them people to get, I'm not going to say not feel sorry for say feel sorry for them. It, 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 it don't hit close to home. Right. So those people don't get it. I mean, if my neighbor had it, they'd be like, oh, fuck, you better stay inside. We'd be spraying down shit. But nobody in our, we've had one, we've had one positive case. She survived. In our, in the five counties that, 
that touch not what let's see there's there's Baylor, King, Stonewall, Haskell, and Throckmorton County. I'll touch Knox County. So there's six counties total between that. We've had two cases. Nobody in Jones County? Well, Jones two, County doesn't touch. Jones County had one, but they tested it positive at Haskell, but it was an inmate in Jones County. They just sent it to Haskell because it was quicker on the, the test results. Huh. So really, I think there's just been one case in Knox County, and I don't know if any other – so we may have had one case in five or six counties. Right. So it's hard for us to – I mean, we, we should be able to go to our restaurants because just it's six people in the six counties, nobody's got it. Yeah, but, you know, you don't know who's passing through – no, no, you're you're right. That's the thing. There's there's the convenience store up at Benjamin on Major Highway. I'd be fucking scared to death to go into there. I got gas there it, the other it day. It goes from Lubbock to Dallas. No, there's no telling who's gonna come through there. We um Wichita Falls had forty cases week two of the quarantine. And they're like, Oh fuck, it's gonna double every day. They're gonna have twenty five hundred people within a week have that shit, you know, because yeah. it goes forty to eighty to one sixty, three twenty. I think they got sixty cases now. And they've had I think out of them sixty Eighteen or twenty something have have recovered. have have recovered now, you know. But the media looks at one way, and I, I got this goofy liberal bitch on my Facebook, and she's always pulling at how the how the death the death rate so much higher. It's thirty percent because if you look, there's only there's only been ten thousand people recover, and we've got deaths of three or whatever it was at one time. I'm like, no, there's there's two hundred eighty thousand people have it, right? You know, well only ten thousand have recovered, so you know the death rate is a third of what's recovered. No, it's not. So that, that, but that's one side wants to make it so much better. But typical deal, trust fund baby, don't have to work, so gets a check no matter what the fuck happens. Yeah. So she don't have a problem at all with people shut down for. Everybody just needs to stay home for six months. Then had another lady that was bitching about people going to Walmart and Home Depot, but she and her husband. Go get groceries to go at the curbside, and then they go to restaurants and have deliver, you know, outside, or they have somebody deliver food to them. Well, you're just as fucking guilty because you're causing someone else to have to work. You know, if you she you, was bitching about people. Oh, being she was at bitching work? about people being out. I just can't believe all these people are out. And blah 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 blah. When Maybe I go to, she's talking about the pay. The, the, she's the talking people. about the customers, right? But she's just as fucking guilty because she's causing someone to work. Having to fix, load her groceries, take yeah. them to her car and shit. But that's a different deal. She's not talking about the workers. She's talking about the people but, in the places. Right. But she's talking about how they shouldn't be spreading this virus. When you go and you order your groceries and some fucker from Walmart brings them out to your car, mm-hmm. you're exposed just like everybody else is. Unless he sneezes in your car. It's a hypocrite, though. She, if, Unless you're staying at fucking home and you're not ordering from Amazon, you're just as guilty of getting other people exposed to shit and having to be. People are having to work because of you. Mm-hmm. So unless you're staying home and you got your fucking windows boarded out and you ain't seen the sunlight like Dracula in 49 fucking days, we're all in the same boat. Well, this thing is transmitted if close proximities, no, I, I, people I, sneezing, I, people... I, I, Touching, under- coughing in their hand, touching the surface. That's how this thing's transmitted. I understand. It's not just Tony walks in with it in that door and now all of a sudden we've got it. It's not how it's transmitted. Yeah, I understand that part. But if you are causing someone else have to be out working in, in, in the public, you're just as guilty as everybody else is. You're not exposing yourself to as much, right. but you're still having, you're causing other people to have to be exposed. And that's oh. what, that's what I don't, I don't understand you know, I don't. I don't know how it was fair for WalMarts and everybody to stay open with all them people in it when everybody else had to fucking shut down. How was Bass Pro open? I have no Guns? idea. 
I, but see, that's what I don't understand. You know, it's such a vague deal about who can be open and who can't be. If you wanted to shut this down, they should have said the only way you can get groceries is you have to do curbside to go. And then mom told me, she goes, well, Jeff, she goes, some people don't have credit cards. And they've got to pay cash. and They can't order their groceries, you know. So, but we've been so hypocritical on what we have had open and haven't open, had open. Get back, Ollie. How, about, how come you don't see mass? God damn it. What's going happen? Nothing, just him hitting these cords. How come you haven't seen mass die-offs of people working at these Walmarts and grocery stores? Right. Or mass people having all this shit? You know? So, I don't know. I, I think that we've done the right thing at the time, but I think we're going to have to start letting them up. The governor of Michigan, she's wanting them to go through the end of June now before she's going to let them go do anything. It's going to be tough. But she don't, she's not doing it for the people. She's doing it because she wants to be vice president. Oh. And that's the problem. What about the people in Michigan? She won't let them use be on a motorboat, but they can be on a sailboat. What the fuck has got to that got to do with Corona? Don't, I, you can I be know. in a canoe, but you can't be on a jet ski. Right. Don't ask me. I mean, and, and so it's hard for me to trust anybody. Constitutionally, we've had our rights taken away and from us, and, and we shouldn't have. That's what's tough, because you get in this position where... The government's telling you to do one thing, but how much of your rights do you give away? We've given up a ton of them. And, but I understand why. We did the same thing in World War II. You know, we, we forget that in World War II they had curfews. They had rations. You had to wait in line to get stuff. You were allowed to get meat Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays or some shit. I don't remember. I don't know. I wasn't here, but, that, but we did that. And a lot of these people forget about that shit. You know, well, we, we've done this before in our lifetime. We've had our rights taken away from us because the betterment of man and the betterment of, of, of our country. Not taken away from us. Pause. Yes. But also, every time you give up something, you don't get it all back. We raised water rates when I was mayor because we were in a drought. Uh-huh. It hadn't gone back down since No. <laughs> they never, ever lowered the rates again <laughs> to pay for that water that was expensive at the time. And that's just an example right. of of of. of how they do things so i don't trust our government i trust our president i think trump is a good guy and i think he's got the best interest of america in his heart nobody else up there do i trust i don't trust none of them i don't trust lindsey graham i don't trust mitch mcconnell nope Mm -mm. nancy pelosi fuck no i would either i would rather have fucking unsafe sex with someone with stage three herpes than to fucking have to trust her ass do you trust her (laughs) <laughs> no, but see, I don't trust any of them. I don't trust the Republicans. I don't trust it because they're all out for themselves. They've all done. I think that Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are having to walk right because of President Trump. Yeah, I think he has disturbed that apple cart. But before that, no, I don't trust any of them fuckers other than Trump. I like Mike Pence and I trust Mike Pence, but I don't really know he's Mike a, Pence. But he seems like he, a really good guy. A little bit weird, but he's he's a very good person. I think though, very weird though. You know that old saying: "There's a whole been a whole lot of nice guy, good guys that went to Washington D.C., but not very many of them left." Yeah, I believe that's true. But wasn't he? He was a governor, though, wasn't he? Uh, was he a governor? Indiana, or a I think. So I mean, he or he wasn't. I can't remember if he's governor or senator. But but he's a politician, and right. career politicians I don't trust. I think that Trump has started a wave where we're going to start seeing more guys like him that are not career politicians run for big offices because they can run it as a business, and that's what needs to be done. But we have got, we're in a serious deal. We're going to be in a 
a battle for a vote coming up to keep Trump a president. If he if he loses, we're fucked as a country. You talk about a crash, the economy, everything. Because nobody has any trust in them fuckers up there. Right. You know, Mark Cuban, if he was president, I don't like Mark Cuban in a lot of ways, but I trust him because he's a good business guy. Mark Cuban is on a, a task force team with Trump. He is, but they don't like Trump. And I think a lot of it's a billionaire pissing contest. Well, Trump got to be something that they couldn't become. The good thing about you knock Trump all you want, he's a master delegator. He is. That's how he become what he did. And to, to take a guy like Mark Cuban, who has bashed him at every opportunity on, on TV, but he knows that Mark Cuban is a smart guy, and he knows that Mark Cuban probably has some good ideas. He's like, you know, let's bring him on. Do you think Mark Cuban, his political um, thinking is much different than Trump's? Because I don't think it is. Business-wise, I think some of the social issues, they're probably different. And I don't even know what Trump is socially because forever he was a Democrat and he was pro-choice and then he became a Republican and he's pro-life. And um, you, you know why Cuban has to make public statements against him? He owns a fucking NBA team. Right. And, and so he's got to make so he's got to make Trump be look out like a racist, which he's not a racist. Right. But that's got to be the narrative with the the black celebrities because they don't mind the black guy that's poor not having shit as long as they have their shit. Yeah, because that's the deal. There is nobody that's helped black people more than Donald Trump has as a president. Right. He's done more for minorities than anybody. But they don't want you to know that. Well, they because don't, if if it was known, then they knew they'd never beat him again. They don't love the poor. They just hate the rich. Who? These people that we're talking about. Oh, they're all rich though. No, 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 no. not not uh, the poor people. But that, that these social justice warriors, they don't they don't love the poor they just hate the they just hate the guy at the top yeah but they're all the people at the top that's what's that's what's bad about it. that's what i'm saying they're all hypocrites i mean every one of them that's what i'm saying so mark cuban i really don't think his thinking is much different than trump's is on things no. he just can't come out and say yeah we need to shut our border down because then the nba would be like oh that's minority he's speaking out it then they'd want to make him sell his franchise so Which they've done before yeah so so he can't speak out but i think mark cuban would probably be a good president also Probably. He's a good businessman, very successful, and that's what we fucking need. We don't need someone that's been in politics for 40 fucking years. How is Joe Biden going to, what's about Joe Biden going to fix? He's had fucking 50 years to fix shit, and he ain't never fixed nothing. Mm -hmm. I did see where a report was leaked, too, that Osama bin Laden and them were trying to kill Obama. Really? Because they wanted Biden president because they knew he was such a clusterfuck <laughs> that he couldn't. Now, seriously, it's a report that they just released, you know? Biden... So, He's a fucking moron. He has no. He can't be president. He needs to boot this. He needs to let somebody else go because Trump is gonna. If they do debates, I don't. How are they gonna do debates if this is still going on? Well, why would you think they'd want to keep the country closed for another four months? Just have him run like that. Well, would you want him to debate if he was your Fuck main guy? No. So, so keep do you her think, closed. And so, do you think it'd be in the best interest of the Democrats to keep our country shut down until December? Yeah. And they could do harvest ballot mails because it's gonna be. You can't go vote because we got this contagious stuff going. It's all what it's about. Keep him off the debate stage. Fuck with yeah, Trump. he's a dumb fucker. He can't even speak. No, he and 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 you know what? They should be ashamed of themselves for taking advantage of some fucking guy with dementia. That's what they're doing. That's exactly right. But Mark Cuban would be a good president. Also, I don't agree with him on everything, but he would be a good. He's a good businessman. He would do what's financially right for the country. Exactly. He might take your fucking guns um, away, but um, I don't think he would do that shit. I think that's just a. I think it's just a talking point. I think if you would have asked, tactic? I think if you talked to Donald Trump eight years ago about social things, He'd have been he would have been right, right in the middle of all that shit. But then when he became president, he knew that the Republican Party, he become he 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 speaks. I think he really speaks with his heart now, and not just what helps business. Well, he said 
that he was pro-choice forever. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm fine with. I, the social issues don't bother me as much. If you want, I don't want to pay for your abortion, but if you want to have one, I think that you should go get one. Because I don't want to have, I don't, the fact that, the worst thing that you can do for a kid is to be a terrible parent to that kid. You're, you're, you're dooming that kid and his offspring. You're, you're dooming three generations by being a shitty parent. Well, I, I never had an abortion, and I'm never going to have an abortion. Me neither. So it's not my choice. I think but you there's no way we should, we should never. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. I don't think we should pay for abortions as a country. I don't, I don't think, think so women either. should use abortions as a fucking birth control device like I they do. I don't think so either. But if they want to go fucking have an abortion... They should pay for it themselves, do it themselves. That's between them and God. Correct. Gay marriage, same thing. I don't care if you're gay and you get married. I don't give a shit. Straight people ain't fucking really done a real good job with marriage anyway. So if you gay people want to take it on, knock yourself out. I don't care if you're gay or not. Gay people do not bother me. I'm not homophobic at all. If you want to be gay, by God, as long as you're a good person, I'm good with that. I've got some gay friends, great people. And I've got some assholes that are friends that are straight, and I'd much rather be around the gay people than the asshole straight friends. So, but, in a way, does this make us more liberal than the liberals? Because we're just kind of, you say what you want, you do what you want. No, I don't know if we're liberal as them. As I also have but some this standards. Is, I'm just saying it's not my place to judge someone if, they get, if they're gay and they want to get married. If you rewind the clock 60 years, we would be liberal with our views. Oh, probably, our, yeah. Our John free- F. Kennedy's time, we would have been liberal by saying that about gay marriage. Our freedom of... I, that's the thing is, I I don't want people to take away my rights, so I'm not going to sit on my high horse and try to take away somebody else's rights. If you want to be gay, be gay. I don't give a shit. Exactly. Have fun. I, I hope that you're happy. That's my main thing is I'm happy with my life. The things that I do, and I don't want somebody coming in and telling me that I'm doing something wrong. Now, I don't, the gay stuff, I don't care if you're gay, the gay and stuff. And the abortion thing, like, listen, take your, use a condom, get on it. It's, birth control is easy to be on, but if something happens and you do find yourself in a predicament where you're not ready to have a kid, I don't think that it should be used as birth control. I don't think that the government should pay for it. But if you find yourself legitimately in a situation where birth control failed, it happens. And the... Telling people that they don't need to have sex is a non-starter until they're married or whatever. It's a non-starter because everybody, everybody's been banging since the beginning of time. Um, but I think if a woman is in a position where she realizes that she's going to be a shitty mother, she's in poverty or whatever, and she wants an abortion, I think she should have it. it it's, it's between her and I don't. What, I don't think they think about the financial aspects. I think they think about it's going to be a burnt drag on my life is what I think they're thinking, most of them. Most women that have an abortion are thinking, "God, this is going to disrupt my life. What I want to do." Well, but but if they, but the, whatever the, the reason, the numbers are very clear. Kids that are raised in a fatherless home, especially males that are raised in a fatherless home, struggle socially. They struggle for a long time, and then most of those kids turn out to be shitty parents, and then those shitty parents turn out to be shitty oh, parents, and it's just an endless fucking cycle. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on anything you said, but. I don't want to pay for it. I don't think the government should pay for abortions. That's between you and God. And if you want to get an abortion and you want to pay for it, I think it's wrong. But if that's what you want to do. If I had a daughter, I wouldn't recommend that she had one. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. But I don't give two shits. I don't want to pay for it, though. 
Just like I don't want to pay for braces for fucking everybody. If you want braces on your teeth, you want some straight fucking teeth, then get a fucking job and buy you some braces. Or make your mom and dad get off their ass and get a job and pay for your braces. And if people are like, well, I can't afford them. We only work so blah, blah. Go to school, get something, become better. I paid for my kids' braces. I paid for all three of you boys to have braces. Mm -hmm. And if my grandkids needed braces and y'all couldn't afford to do it, I'd make sure they had them and I'd pay for them. But that's a choice. Yep. Same with fake titties. If you mm -hmm. want to buy fake titties, get your money. Don't make the government <laughs> pay for the motherfuckers. And I think that's that way on everything. And I'm with that. And that's the same with the, um, abortion. If you want to get rotor rooted out, knock yourself out. But you pay for it. Don't expect me to pay for it. And I don't want to see the church out there protesting because then people paid for their own deal. Let them do what they want to do. Yeah. You know, just I, my problem with abortion is we shouldn't pay for the shit. Right. Now, so, now marijuana. I've never, sm I've never smoked pot in my entire life. I've never had a gummy. I've never had none of that shit. I don't care to do any of it. But if you want to smoke pot and they want to make it legal and they tax the shit out of it, motherfucker, I hope you smoke a bell of that shit a day and <laughs> pay a bunch of taxes. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. But if we do marijuana, I don't want to hear some motherfucker saying we need to do heroin and cocaine and all that other shit because I have dealt with a lot of that shit as a judge, and that shit's bad. And the same fucking crack jaws I see come in here have the same problems over and over and over and over again are because they're strung out on shit. Now, if you want to do, if you want to smoke marijuana and they make it legal, I don't care. I don't want to smell the nasty smelling shit. Mm -hmm. And so I want to go to places that people ain't smoking pot marijuana. But you don't like want to smoke cigarette. cigarette smoke either. No, fuck no. Restaurant. None of it. None of it. I don't want to be around that shit. But if you want to do it at your house, in your backyard, or at the park, or walking down the street while you jog or whatever the fuck you do, I don't care. While you jog. I don't give a fuck what you do, but I don't want to be around it. And that's my personal deal. Same as alcohol. I drink some. I don't like being around fucking drunks. No. There's nothing more miserable to be around than a fucking drunk. It's very dangerous, too, and if you look at the statistics. Yes, and so we, we sell the alcohol. They need to legalize marijuana. I'm not going to do it, but, if you're gonna, but you might as well tax it and do it right. But... It, All that other shit. The marijuana laws haven't stopped anybody that's wanted to smoke from smoking. No, I wish they would make marijuana legal, tax the shit out of it, and I think that would give you a death sentence if you sell meth or crack. I'm serious. If you get caught selling fucking meth to somebody, that would take you out behind the fucking city hall and shoot you between the fucking eyes and leave you hanging out in the fucking alley and just let you rot. I really, and I'm that strong against that. There is nothing good comes from methamphetamines. Nothing. You could be a kamikaze pilot. Well, then you fucking get you a plane because that's what you're doing with your life. There are very few people that are on meth that ever get up and have a normal life again. Yeah. You don't casually smoke meth. No. And so people that are selling that shit, they ought to shoot them. I really, and that, I'm, I'm very strong on that. I, well, they don't even do that to child molesters. So they should do gonna, that too. They're not going to do it to a. No, a no, no. I know, I know that's not going to happen, but I'm just saying. Uh, Socially, there's a lot of shit that I'm I'm for that that as a conservative guy would be like, oh, I can't believe he believes in that. But that's I, I don't care what you do with your life. Just don't put it on mine. Right. You know, don't infringe on my life with all your fucking weird shit. Just like we hunt. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a non-hunter, fuck you. It don't matter. You don't right. have to dislike us because we like to hunt. That's our deal. Right. I don't give a fuck if you like to fucking eat granola and fucking. Eat yeah. tofu. That's your deal. Because our dollars are going to, uh, you know, fund these parks that you like taking a hike in for free while you munch on your granola. Yes, and so or camp out at night. So don't don't come at me with your deal. It's like praying. 
I pray many times a day. When I was mayor, we prayed at city council meeting, and I'm assuming they still do. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming we still did because we did it before I was mayor, and we. And I'm so I'm still assuming they pray. We pray before every meeting. You know, if you don't like me praying, then just shut up and sit there, and you can put your, your fingers in your ears. You don't have to listen to it. Yeah. If I went over to Mecca or Saudi Arabia and they threw out the rag, the rugs, my, and got on their knees and shit, I would be respectful. It's their, their country. Customs, their customs. And yeah, and I would be respectful to it. I wouldn't partake in it. Right. And I would be like, what the fuck am I doing over here? They my first fix a suicide bomb my ass. <laughs> but but I still think that we need to respect their culture, but I expect people to respect ours. It needs to be both ways. But that's the that's what's so shitty is with a lot of these people, it's not both ways. They just take, 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 take and Well they expect you to be understanding to their ways, but then at the same time they want to take your guns away. They want to stop you from hunting. It's not reciprocal like it should be. Hypocrisy. Yeah. The biggest hip- hypocritical thing going right now in our country is Joe Biden and his sexual allegations. Hadn't heard much of that. Not a fucking thing was done. Now, the same people that bitch and race hell like go cunt, by the cunt toe Kamala Harris and shit when Kavanaugh was running. Yeah. Oh, it just you, you got to believe the victim. You got to do this. You got to do this. Where is it at with Joe Biden, though? I mean, why all of a sudden, <laughs> why do... Why do Democratic guys have a free pass to be sexual predators or molesters? And I'm not saying he's guilty. He should be no. innocent until proven guilty. But why are his accusers there. not credible? Right. But if a re- conservative Republican at 19 years old. He was, was he 19? Or however Kavanaugh was. Yeah, that's right. He was in college. But whatever he was, why has he automatically ruined his life forever and is branded as a sexual molester? But if you're a Democrat, you get by with it. Yeah. It just does not make, and how our media does it, and I will have to say this, AOC said, and I can't stand that bitch, she said that, that, that there is a conversation should be had about Joe Biden, and it should be. Yeah. Now, I think he's a creepy motherfucker, <laughs> but I also think he's innocent. I, I don't know that he's innocent on not being an asshole chauvinist. He's an older guy, and that was common then, and you can't do that shit no more because people kind of get their panties in a wad. But that was life when he was deal. So I think he probably was kind of gropey and handsy and shit. Probably. But if it was so bad, why did she wait until now to bring it up? Yeah. Same thing I thought with Kavanaugh. If it was so horrendous and horrible when he was a federal judge, why didn't you say something? Well, when he ran for senator the first time, why didn't you come out? Bill Clinton, in no doubt in my mind, is a worthless piece of shit when it comes to women and shit. And he had allegations when he was president, but they covered that shit up. Bill Clinton, if he was um, 35 today and running, he would never get elected anywhere. Depends on how the media wants to play it. That's uh, the thing is they don't call out the bullshit on their, their team. Yeah, I, Well, I don't think I'm, – I'm, I'm Bill Clinton would never got that far, though, in today's world. They would have ruined him just like they have a lot of young uh, aspiring politicians. Do you think Kavanaugh's accuser was lying? I think she's fucking made all that shit up. You think so? I don't think he raped her. See, I don't. Kavanaugh think, don't seem like a coxman. I don't think that she was lying. You don't think so? I don't know if she was telling the truth, but I don't think that she was lying. Well, I'm kind of fucking confused by that answer. I think she thinks something happens. Well, she was a blackout drunk. I think somebody probably fucked her at that party, but I don't think it was Kavanaugh. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think she was lying. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that what she was saying was necessarily the truth, but I don't think that she was lying. I don't think he did. I don't think he did it. And I think a lot of it's made up. I think I think it was fabricated against him. But I, I'm not saying that she didn't do some shit. I think she was a whore. I think she I think she got blacked out drunk, and then she started 
I think she did a lot of stuff blacked out drunk. It sounded like from I, her past. I think she started piecing the the puzzle together, and that's what she came up with. Now, whether or not that's the truth, whether or not that's what really happened, obviously I wasn't there to see it. But I don't think that she was lying. Why? This is what I'm confused about. You go out with a girl, or you go to a bar, and she's doing body shots and drunk, and she's drunk, and she willingly wants to go home. And then you go home and have sex with her, but then you're a bad guy. Why is that? She's drunk and wants to fuck. You're drunk and you want to fuck, but then you're bad because you did it, but she's not bad because she did it. Well, and even with that, like if she wakes up the next day, it's like, oh, what the hell did I do? You're a bad guy. But why? Why? Because her inner whore came out when she drank. Is it your fault? Just the culture. I don't get this. Boy, Dad, can you imagine being like that when you was young? Had to knock Ron's totals down quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, that's just, I I don't get that. It's uh, such a, I mean, if a girl can't be responsible enough, then don't fucking drink. Right. And I'm not talking about date rape. I'm talking about girls that go last night. Well, they don't, bars aren't open right now. Every night bars open, there's a couple of girls at a bar, get drunk, they go home, they sleep with some guy. They slump. And then the next day, they're a victim. Well, they're not a victim. They got drunk themselves. Nobody gave them that alcohol. And I'm not talking about giving them fucking the, the, date, rape the date rape drink, whatever the fuck it is. I'm talking about legit girls. Every one of us knows it. What about a guy that fucks a fat chick and that would never do it and regrets it the next day? Is he a victim too? I'm not going to say I've done that before, but, but I'm going to say that, but, yes, there's a lot of regrets there. But, I mean, is it the same? Like, could he bring her up on charges? Why has it got to be a fat girl, though? Or an ugly chick. Some, well, no, no. some girl with buck teeth. We only talk about fat girls in that deal, though. <laughs> but, but but you're right. Ron said Ron has said this before on the podcast. There's a lot of things he can overlook, but fat ain't one of them. <laughs> but, but, you, but, you, but these, these women, though, you're right. But why? Why? But that same deal. Could, guy, he, could he bring up her? On, like I'd have never fucked her. If but I you know sober. what's funny is a guy. We never think of ourselves as being the one that the girl had to get drunk to go home with. No, we're always like, hell, she was drunk. Boy, she was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. And she's like, oh god, damn. same as we do with a big girl. <laughs> we're like, God, I can't leave one home with that girl. <laughs> Your uncle Tony did one time. I had to go pick him up at a hotel one time. Oof. <laughs> he was so. I wish he was here right now. That's a great story. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. He was God Almighty. A hotel in Wichita Falls. Oh, uh, is it yeah. It's the the nicest hotel at the time there, and they had a big lobby, and there was a bunch of people eating breakfast and shit there. And <laughs> Tony went out and was sitting and, and opened the door, and all these people are sitting there having their Sunday brunch. <laughs> the walk of shame. That's what I was saying a couple of weeks ago. I I said that Varsity Blues and American Pie. You couldn't make those movies today because it's all about getting the trick chick drunk and. But that was normal. Taking advantage, yeah. But but the girl was three years ago. The girl was getting drunk, knowing that. Right. I mean that that that's what I'm saying is is how how come it's always the guy's fault when a girl gets drunk and she makes a bad decision, you know? A lot of times that guy's drunk too, and like you said, if there's some girls that we've made some bad decisions on, that's that's the way life goes. Right. But it's such a double standard now. They, I'm telling you what, the liberals are fucking up these young people. They're not even going to have no fun no more. No, no. I um, mean, does, do do guys still buy shots for girls at bars? I don't think you can anymore. I don't think you can. Microaggression or something. Like you, you said, though, there's no free. There's nothing free in this world. So if well, I was no. if I was a lady, I wouldn't take those shots anyway. But they're wanting to. Right. Girls go out the same idea that the guys do. Especially nowadays, things are really completely different than when I was a single guy. But that's the same goal. When, when I'm not saying every woman that goes to a club and is drinking is is going to have sex. But every guy in that motherfucker that goes with his buddies, he's hoping. that's what he's hoping for. Yeah, I've never 
ever been out when I was single guys with the guys going to a club. Well, I hadn't been to a club since I've been married anyways. Went to a club and thought, I hope I don't have sex tonight. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe maybe that's the difference is that every guy is looking for that where not necessarily every girl is hoping for that when they go out. So maybe that's where they draw this. If you uh, have sex with a drunk girl, you're a bad guy because you were you were looking for this. This was your goal all along. Well, yeah, that's night. why you went. Otherwise, you'd stayed home. Right. But maybe that's why this has become such a bad thing. See, Whereas the girl, she's not necessarily looking for that. Maybe she was just hoping to have a good time with her girlfriends, and then she got drunk, and you said the right thing into her ear. But that should make you a bad guy. When she, there's two adults there, and they both make a decision. Well, I, I agree, but it, you're you're in. There's some muddy waters, and it's self responsibility. It's what we don't have anymore sure, in this world. Sure, I am fat we, because I eat bad shit. And I've been trying to watch what I eat. I've got to lose weight. So I'm trying to cut down on what I eat. But it's nobody else's fault. It's not little Debbie's fault that I have a fat ass. It's Jeff Stanfield's <laughs> fault. But people don't ever want to. T- nobody wants to be responsible for their own thing. Right. The reason I'm not a multimillionaire and I don't have a fucking yacht in the in the Keys or wherever is because of Jeff Stanfield. It's not right. because of nobody else. Yeah. And people have such a hard time accepting that their life that is what they, f- they chose on. Not necessarily. They did. Not it, necessarily that they fucked up in this situation that you're laying out. You didn't necessarily fuck up, but you were in your own way, and that's why you have or don't have what you have. Yeah, I mean, that, your circumstances are your own. Yeah, and I didn't grow up with any money or nothing, and I've done pretty good for myself, and I'm I'm, I'm happy with my life. I'm ecstatic. I have a great life. Some motherfucker that's living in Cliff Kingsbury's house looks at me and thinks, oh, that poor bastard, you but, know? But these girls look to, instead of just saying, God, I made a fucked up decision last night, it's, well, I was preyed upon. Yeah. I, was, I was I was taken advantage of by a predator. Yeah, and it's never their own fault. Right. And, 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 Personal and just because a girl dresses like a slut doesn't make her a slut. No. And, 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 and that's right. Well, she didn't ask for it. She didn't. I give you that. But when you go out dressed certain ways sometimes... You're not helping yourself. Right. I'm not saying you're the blame because you're not. No, that's but, no. You're not. You're not. No. Just but, because you dress provocatively doesn't mean, you know, that you're easy. No. But, but sometimes you just want to look good for your girlfriends. That's right. More power to you. But don't blame. I don't. I just get so sick of this victim shit. It's not. And it's this whole country's this way right now. Everybody's a victim. And right now, everybody is a fucking victim because we can't do shit. And the people in Michi- Michigan are fixing to revolt on their governor. I'm telling you, it's fixing to happen. There is somebody somewhere is fixing to snap. There, there are people that are so that are hungry right now. I don't know if anybody's. I, there are some people that are hungry because there was people hungry before this started. But we have people in this country right now that have had worked and provided, for, and they cannot provide for themselves right now. Yeah, they've never asked for help. They've never wanted help. That are struggling, and it's probably somebody in our own community we don't even know about. They're too proud to say anything. But we've got to get this country going. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, the NFL draft was a great start. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good night off for a lot of people to actually have live shit to interact with other than a TV show. That's the thing is there's just been nothing. Like last night, like you said, like Jesse and I, we have our couple of our shows, and like we look forward to them now more so because it's just like, Jesus, let's talk about something. Let's hear about something other than how we're just fucked as a country. You know who's struggling right now, they said? Rappers. Because <laughs> they can't get to the studio? No, 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 no. Nothing's happening? No bitches to bang? Or? No. 
they're broke a lot of them oh they've been living this this high life they drive bentley's and this other Maybach car or some shit, I don't even know what it's called. Maserati. No, no, no. they got another kind of car. Tesla. No, it's like a Maybach, uh, Maybach or Maybach. Somebody else correct it. I'm too poor to even know what the motherfucker is. Anyways, they got all these high-dollar cars. They got them fucking $100,000 jewels and shit they wear around their neck. They got these houses, planes, all this shit they have. Well, right now, they don't make money on iTunes like off music like they used to. Mm-hmm. Your big money maker is in a, on concerts. Right. So... Let's say Bow Wow Dog. I don't even know if there's anybody named that. It's a rapper. And he goes and plays, and he makes a $50,000 a night rapping and doing these concerts. He works five nights a week, and he's making a quarter of a million dollars a week, a million dollars a month. He's living on $12 million a year. And now he was spending, he was making $12 million a year. He's paying Uncle Sam $4 million a year or $5 million a year, and he was living on the rest. And he was spending every fucking dime he was making. His American Express card was probably two or $300,000 every month, and he was paying it. Well, for two months now, he hasn't got to have a concert. He ain't made any money. Yeah. But all his bills are still there. Yep. And they say those guys like that, that the middle, the mid-tier entertainers, and, and a lot of guys like that, they're fucking struggling right now. They have zero income coming in. And soap operas. <laughs> they ran out of shows. Because <laughs> they don't film like a season, like right. like the other they show. And it comes when they film every day or... or or all the time, you know, they, they may take off two or three weeks here or there, but they, they, they get enough stuff built up. I guess they're running out of soaps now. My poor grandmother's got to feel that. She watches her soaps every day. I didn't even know they had soaps on still, really. Oh, yeah. Big, well, big deal. And it, it, That's got to be a dying thing because older people like your grandma, they grew up with soaps because that's she, all it used to be them. on TV back in the day. Well, I didn't even know they were still on there, but oh, yeah. there can't be as many of them and they can't have near the – the viewership they used to have. I think they still got the same characters, Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives. Is Hope still, still on Days still of Our got, Lives? Still got Victor and all these other guys. See, Hope and Roman were the big guys back then. But hell, them fuckers are old, old now. They've got to be. But they're, they're struggling. But the entertaining, they'd say the entertainers like that, them guys, are losing their ass. Like Matt Reagan, I was talking to Matt Reagan just a couple of days ago, and he said there is no difference between the people he works for and him and us other than the amount of zeros that might be in their bank account but everybody is used to living a certain way and everybody has set up their life to live this life well obviously everybody has set up their lives to live a certain way based off of what they make and they ain't making shit now so everybody's a lot of these rich people are in the same boat as Joe Schmo that's uh rubbing two nickels together because the money ain't there the money ain't there the money ain't there it doesn't matter how much uh doesn't matter what your occupation is if the money stops you're in a pickle no matter if you've got a fucking yacht and you've been using all the money you've just been staying alive yeah people pay unless you own your own shit everything like we're fortunate we all own our own houses and our our but so we don't have that debt, but a lot of them people, a lot of people have that big debt coming in. Sure. A lot of these millionaires have yeah. yachts and lots of debt. And they pay apartment. a monthly payment that they never had a problem paying their bills with. Right, right. But it's they, cut off. They've set up their life that whatever they got bringing in, they can pay what's going out. Yep. So and there's nothing coming in now. And now the oil guys, there's a lot of people in our community and a lot of people in Texas that listen to this. What is oil at now? It's like fourteen or fifteen dollars a barrel. Well, it's but the problem is, 
is that they're turning a lot of wells off because they're not making they're, it's the price per barrel is not making them bit money to to maintain it so there's a lot of 30 and 40 barrel weight barrel day wells that are down now well fuck if you were you know when, when oil was 30 dollars and you and you owned a well that was making 30 to 40 barrels a day and you were getting 15 to 20 percent of that fuck you were you were living on you were you had three to five or six hundred dollar a day income not doing nothing the guy that started his oil company in the last three years is fucked. Probably because so. I mean he he even let's rewind it to 2015. That's kind of when oil that's when oil peaked, wasn't it? Right oh, around there, 2014. Sometime. I mean, it's if, it's if, had its ups and its downs. If you had worked in the oil field and started your own thing around 2015, you got in at the peak, and you probably saw a good year or two. And you probably doubled down on your investment, and then the bottom just fell out. Now, there's a lot of them, but this, but, but what I was talking about was not that guy. I'm talking about the guy that's a family that they're getting a five thousand dollar check every month, and they've had a check for anywhere from thirty five hundred to seven thousand over the years. But they always get money coming in. Now they've turned some of them wells off, and then people are getting zero. Oh, you're talking about families that have had wells. Yeah, they've had wells, or, or yeah. that not not people that bought a well, just family wells. Family wells. But those people down. are living on that money, and they always right. have. You know, what's Joe do? Oh, they own a couple of oil wells. Well, he's yeah. getting a big mailbox check. Well, they've shut some of them wells off. <coughs> or they're getting $1,000 when they were getting four or $5,000 a month. Well, when you got that oil field money, you're buying this. I'm, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. I know I'm getting 4000 every month. I always right. get it. So you have $3,000 worth of shit you've bought that come every month. You've got $3,000 that goes mm-hmm. straight out to the oil field money. And then you lost that. That's what, that's what Matt was saying. He said, you know, these rich, rich guys and... People like us, we've all kind of created a life based on what we think we're going to make. And when it shuts off, it doesn't matter how many toys you got. You're, you're in trouble just as much as anybody else is because you're used to living a certain way. Now that money's going to be there. Yeah, nobody expected this. That money will be there. I can do this. You think about it as oil well, though. You're thinking, that's a check every fucking month for the rest of my life. Well, and a lot of people, they still work. And that, that oil check is their toy money. Yes, so they go out and buy these toys because, ah, you know, I got this shit covered and I got my oil field check. And oof. I know a guy that, that's, that was getting about 7000 a month. And him and his wife just bought about a half million dollar house. Yeah. And his check, that oil field check was going to pay for that house. That was the whole deal. We're going to use the oil field money and we're going to pay it. We don't have to do nothing. We can keep working. We can put the rest of the money in our retirement. We're going to retire in about 10 years. But we're going to have this half million dollar house paid off pretty quick. That's, that's the goal. And for a lot of people, half million dollar house is not a lot, but half million dollar house is a damn nice house. And for them, it was a lot for them. And now, they set it up on like 15-year, on a pretty fast deal to pay it off pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to come up with about $4,500 a month <laughs> that he don't have. Yeah. It's tough. A lot, and, of, a lot of people are. And you can't go to the bank to borrow against that oil well that ain't bringing no money in now. No. I mean, that's the problem. That's the issue that everybody's dealing with. In, in our neck of the woods, other neck of the woods, it's other things. There's farmers are pouring their milk out. There's, I mean, there is not much going on in this country that hasn't. Well, they said even like pig farmers, pig farmers, they're saying to just they're selling pigs like crazy, the, slaughter the herd. Yeah, I saw some guy advertising yesterday that they, you buy a pig for ninety bucks, and if you bought a hundred of them, they'd sell them to you for fifty dollars. They're just trying to get rid of their damn pigs and not have any more for a while, and it's everywhere. The the fuel problem. Can you imagine no jets? No cruises. How many? How much fuel do you think a cruise ship burns? Uh, a lot, evidently. Yeah. There's nowhere to put that shit. 
How how I mean that's gonna be a couple that's gonna be months down the line. You're not gonna see cruises come back for a long until they figure out that fucking ventilation shit. I wouldn't get on a fucking I don't want to get on a cruise anyway. No, until I've, they quit recirculating the damn air and just being a petri dish for whoever's got the sniffles. I think I think cruise ships are definitely gonna be a, a long hard task to get going again. I Lights think air, will start I, I, soon. Air travel. Once people kick up, we saw a picture of a guy we both know that live in Dallas, and his the roads were full yesterday. People are yeah. starting to get out again. They had traffic jams. I think the, the the air travel and stuff will pick up pretty fast. Once people go, people are going to have to get back to work. The economy is going to have people are going to have to start spending the money. Um, I this is sounds so democratic and socialist on my part, but when they get the country going back up. What they ought to do is sell, send everybody a twenty five hundred dollar check to them. You got to spend it, and right. that would get that would jumpstart our economy. You got twenty five hundred dollars. You got to show on your taxes that you spend it on something other than. Well, I don't give a fuck if you spend it on booze. You got about twenty five hundred dollars worth of shit, and you got to spend it in the next two weeks. And spend maybe it. send everybody a card, like yep. a debit card. A debit card for twenty five hundred dollars. You got to spend it though in two or three weeks buying stuff, and you can't put it in the bank. You have to spend the money because that's like Jesse and I like that. Stimulus check that we got, well, it's just it's in our bank account right now. Well, yeah, y'all are y'all are killing the system. Well, of course we are. We're fucking. We're trying. We're you're trying to save in case you need it. Fucking white knuckling it. But if we got to where they opened the country up, right? And I'm against that money, but that money would gen- that would start the economy would boom. Because I promise you, you know how many hunts I'd sell for that. Well, it sounds like Trump is gonna. Aren't they talking about sending everybody another two thousand? Uh, no, I think that's the Democrats want to do that. Oh, is it? The Democrats want to send every family. Every every adult two thousand dollars for a year. Oh, I thought it was like another stimulus deal. Oh, no, like we've gone a month, so here's another two thousand. No. Where last time we gave you thirty four hundred. This is what Jesse and I got. No, AOC wants to spend send two grand to every adult for a year. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was no. a one time no, deal. No, four thousand a month for a year for you and your wife. Ooh, be an easy fifty thousand dollars. No matter what happens. Money, well, money in the bank. Yeah, well, what, what what's going to happen to some of the people that have those jobs that they're only making two thousand a month? They're not going to go back to work. <laughs> so for a year, it ain't going to help the economy none. Right. We need people working and people spending money. But the twenty five hundred dollars that was on a gift card, if you come up with that idea, some bitches would buy rims for their cars. They would buy this, they buy that, but they'd spend the money. But you have to spend the money, mm-hmm. you know. And and some people say, well, goddamn, that's going to cost us another two trillion dollars. We, we'd make it back in time. That money would get the that would get the economy jump started. Yeah. You know. If if you could not save it, you have to spend it, and you got three weeks to spend it. Home Depot, Lowe's, um, Bass Pro Shops, Dillard's, everything. When people would be buying shit, grills, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, they would buy Teeth stuff. grills, not not Traeger. Well, I don't. Teeth it would, grills. You know, dentists need to eat also. That's right, they do. And jewelry makers do. You know, strippers need to work. If you want to spend at a strip bar, I don't care. All right, we have rambled on about absolutely nothing today. There's going to be some fat strippers when everybody can come back to work because gyms are closed, and I doubt those little whores are – I shouldn't say little whores. You called them whores, Andy. That's That's pretty sexual. It's a little tacky. Now, if you did that on like a regular primetime deal – Those little bitches are going to be pleasantly plump when they get back on that pole here in another couple of weeks. So don't be the first guy at the strip club. Do you you think the – I would like to know what the percentage is of overdoses we've – or not overdoses, of – People that's had DTs and the tremors, all that shit. If that's went way up, because there's got to be a lot of these dope fiends that borrowed money and shit that are not borrowed but uh, begged and shit. Mm-hmm. They're out of business. I don't know. I've not seen any of that. I've just seen the domestic violence has gone up. I've not seen anything else about drug 
I can uh, I can understand that one because boy, people sure are getting bitchy around my house. <laughs> that it? Oh 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 oh! That was loud. We got a winner for uh, the woman T-shirt. I drew oh, that last night. Okay, Miss Cheyenne Campbell. Come on down. Come on down. You have won a T-shirt from us. If you'll message me. You can, I'll either sign it or I'll just send it to you. Because I don't know if you necessarily want a shirt with my chicken scratch on it. And um, last week we drew a winner for uh, uh, the the Looking Glass Duck Club giveaway. I've already messaged the guy. So if, you're, if you were in on that giveaway, uh, you probably saw who won. But for a lot of guys that are on here, we did draw a winner. Um, I'm trying to find his name. On here, and I'm not finding it. He's a physical therapist. I do know that. So if uh, if I tweak something, he'll be the guy to have around. But anyway, we got a winner on it. Uh, so we will probably just have one more giveaway this summer. So believe it or not, the days are winding down. It doesn't seem like it. But we're almost into May, and then June, July, and August is really all we got. So. We appreciate everybody listening, and everybody stay safe out there. Have a good weekend.